This podcast is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. To find more great shows on our network, head over to the Show. Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Will is under attack. This is no shit. Six Torpedo One, I'm dropping my smoke tanks and returning to Enterprise. Follow me if you want. Do I have to remind you that I am your superior officer, Lieutenant? You gonna hide behind your rank? Save it for the Japs! We're at war now, McCluskey! When that guy screws up, people die! Listen to me! You wanna keep playing? I suggest you knock off the cowboy bullshit. Yeah, we got most of the bombers, but not all of them. Looks like they almost got you. Yeah, not enough lead. I'm done playing politics. The Navy, hell, the whole damn country is counting on us. And I need my best men in the right spots. Well, I guess you're gonna have to learn to fly an SPD. I've logged plenty of hours in the Dauntless. Not diving on a live target. Can't be that hard. I mean, you do it. We're gonna give them a shellacking. I've got a ship! Jet destroyer at flank speed! What do you want to bet she's trying to catch up with the carriers, sir? We've been up here for almost two hours. What if we run out of fuel and the whole squadron has to ditch? Then I'll probably end up scrubbing potatoes at Leavenworth. Out of hell with it. Follow me, boys. This is for Pearl. Welcome to the show, everybody. So today's episode, we're talking about 2019 version of Midway. On the show, we have myself, Ragnar, Stu, Chase, and Ron. Thank you guys for uh, joining me on this wonderful adventure that we are about Mm -hmm. to go through. I'm really looking forward to this uh, one. Oh, yeah. With this fucking movie. Like I said, we're going to be talking about Midway, not the uh, 1975 version. Um, I'll delve into a little bit of it, of that version, just a a smidge but we're gonna be talking about the newer version so the drink that i chose which i fucking racked my damn brain on oh it smells so good trying to figure out something for this fucking show for this movie to honor these men and women and came across this one really it's called king's county distillery is what it's called <laughs> i was telling ron and Stu that it's the oldest distillery in new york no. Like how old? Like nineteen thirties old? No, no, not even <laughs> yeah. fucking close. I remember you saying this. <clears throat> no, the the play is like twelve years old. <laughs> right? yeah. It doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't, doesn't feel no, not right. at all. No, but you got to remember too. New York hasn't had a distillery since Prohibition. Yeah. in nineteen thirty three. Yeah, I remember us talking so, about that. But uh, I'm not gonna lie, the bottle looks like a that type of period of time. When, yeah, it looks yeah, old. You yeah. know, like a basically like uh, uh, what, what's it called when they um uh, during the Prohibition. Bootlegging? Yeah, bootlegging. Mm-hmm. It looks like a bootlegging bottle. That's what it really looks like because it's got just like the uh, regular type bottle. of text. Yeah, yeah, the cork on the top. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's nothing fancy. It's very yeah. simple. Let's the liquor speak for itself. Yeah. 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 And reason I chose this one is uh, this. their distillery is in the Brooklyn Shipyard. And oh, okay. 
the Brooklyn shipyard is where the Arizona and uh, Missouri. Oh, that is a were good. Built. That, that is awesome. Sense. Yeah. So that's... they're literally in the same fucking shipyard. I was going to say that's pretty good the find. Buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the really the fucking reason I chose this one. Uh, I was going to choose. Uh, I was going to go with one of Stu's, one of the uh, Japanese whiskeys. No, no, the uh, the last one. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the uh, Courage and Conviction. Uh, yes, yeah. the sister bottle of that yeah. one. But I was like, nah, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to piggyback off of it. So it would have been fine if it was as good as the other Courage <laughs> Conviction. Yeah. Yeah, it was as good as that first bottle. <laughs> so, I'm really looking forward to uh, trying. It, it smells out. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, this one they do. Um, so they get it's uh, peated malt from England. And it's aged like three or four years at least. So hopefully they can be aged much longer than that with how long they've been around. What, what is the price yeah, range? <laughs> what, what is the uh, what is the, no twenty year old fucking? No, you're not gonna get shit out of that. What is the price range of the bottle? <laughs> uh, it, this was above my budget. This was uh, one hundred and fifty bucks <laughs> for this God. fucking bottle. Yeah, it better be good no <laughs> for yeah, that. For that probably, price. I want to say that's definitely more than what I paid. So that that yeah. probably takes the cake for uh, expensive bottles on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then that's this is the most I've ever spent. So. Ever. It better be fucking good. Better be. All right, well, let's give this shit a shot here. Uh, uh, right. I almost grabbed the wrong glass. Go. Don't do that. That would have been very Skull. bad. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, oh. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Pros. Oh, fuck, that's good. That is... It's very full. Mm-hmm. And then the, the heat the, mm-hmm. the kind of builds up on yeah. the end. Yeah, it comes, it comes up on you. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's very smooth. Oh man, the aftertaste is great. <clears throat> I'm loving this. Man, I'm glad that shit was good. Fuck, that is really good, man. That's fantastic. It, it surprises me on on the level of heat because it's not like I can bad still feel, I can still feel it, but it's it's warm. Yeah, it's warming. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. This warm. is a good. This is a good sipping whiskey. Yeah. This is something oh, just to sit back and relax. And like I said, just the way it develops on the ta- the tail end of it, 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 it's very interesting. Yeah, I give it two thumbs up. Seriously, that, that shit's good. Yeah. I would, I would definitely want to own a bottle of that. Um, Sammy, Christmas gift idea. Um, <laughs> seriously, that. hey, that's and she it. gives me the fucking finger. What, what the fuck? That's his one Christmas gift. That's all it is. Yep. No. Yeah, he, that's definitely fucking two, man. Yeah, yeah no, that, for that. That I, was good. I, I think. I think we're all going to give it yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. that's two yeah. thumbs. I mean, yeah. we, we all just spoke up what our thought process on it was. <laughs> we don't need individual reviews. That's a two no. thumbs. That's yeah. absolutely. It, it's yeah. complete that's two thumbs up. No. uh Ragnar, good job, man. Good job picking that yeah, one out. Very good find. Well, you were scared though. You were really scared, weren't you? That it wasn't. Fuck gonna yeah, be I was. Yeah, I when say. you spend one hundred and fifty dollars on a bottle. I, look, I was getting worried when you were opening this and no, the, I know. Yeah, the cork <laughs> ripped off of like fucking dry cork. God, yeah, you got to explain that shit. Fucking cork was almost stuck in the bottle. Yeah. yeah so the the actual top is um is like glued to the fucking cork. <laughs> I went to go pull it off, and the top. Uh, came off. <laughs> so me and Ryan are here trying That's to finger hefty. fuck this bottle, huh? trying to get the cork out. <laughs> See, this is the thing I'm worried about because I, I have a, a high dollar whiskey that I bought for a future show that we're doing in the uh, in June. And uh, huh? turn the bottle upside down and soak the cork. Yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. That way there it doesn't dry out. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah. So um, awesome, man. I, seriously, two thumbs up, brother. Good job. Two and uh, if you guys want, you can go on. I bought this from... Uh, cast cartel so and they got a bunch of shit there um almost anything you could fucking think of that they'll have so now 
I haven't had any the liquor that I bought online um, where we're at in Virginia. Do you have to get it shipped to the ABC store or do they? No, they ship, ship it straight it? to the house. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah I've had that. I've had whiskey shipped over to the house before. I've bought okay. uh, the uh, uh, special edition uh, Jamesons that they had, the uh, limited editions one that they had. I didn't know you could do that because I know like Malort. I ever I did try ordering Malort. Uh, online yeah i was always curious they would about not that. De- uh, at, there is they could not they would not deliver in at this That's point weird. i think we need a sponsor from them like i'm asking <laughs> nice. trust me trust me i've been sending him messages saying hey this is our our whiskey this is basically our not whiskey but our our drink our uh, entry fee into our show so it is kind of our drink of our show yeah it's a staple here yeah. it really has it's become it would be nice not to have to Pick up my phone and and, and call my pops because <laughs> <laughs> he happens to live in a state that yeah, has it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think the next batch that we get in, I think everybody's gonna have to chip in next time. So okay. if you have to pay for yeah. it, I think that'd be fair. Yeah. So I mean, it isn't like it's one hundred and fifty dollars a bottle. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. How much is the bottle, Malort? Um, like, like thirty, forty dollars? No, no, they're like bucks. twenty, twenty-five bucks. Oh shit! I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know they're, 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 like I said, they're not super expensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's just under twenty five bucks. So like you know, the last round, I gave a hundred bucks, and he sh- he sent me up four bottles. Right on. So, yeah, but good choice, man. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. But now I'm definitely going to be sipping this, knowing the price point, oh, yeah. and enjoying each sip. You're going to you're going to last. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we have an extra bonus that we have to do here. Yeah. <laughs> a couple extra bonuses. <sighs> couple. So what are we doing first? First, I say we go ahead and we try the concoction that Chase brought in for us made by his wonderful significant other and uh we try that yeah so um this is svedka vodka that uh crystal uh brought home and she she just wanted something sweet to drink and so she decided it'd be a good idea to mix ground up uh, smarties in it Sweet sweethearts, sweet you're right. Sorry, <laughs> um, and uh, there is a difference. I, uh, yes, there, yes, there yes. is. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I tried it. It's pretty fucking bad. So I figured I'd bring it in and uh, let you go. You guys uh, indulge and enjoy. <laughs> All right. All right. Skull. Uh, Cheers. That ain't bad. No, it's not okay. bad. Yeah. No, that's better than I remember. Actually, it's um, it's, 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 it, it's, it's not good. It's, vodka yeah, it's, and. It's bottom yeah. shelf. It's got, it's, got a little, it's got a little bit of a b- bad aftertaste, but other than that, it's yeah. it's it's eh. it's weak. It's not that bad, really. Yeah. I don't know if it's better or worse with the uh, sweet tarts than it than it would normally. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> point. Would, you, no, would yeah. you say that's worse than hypnotic, or do you think hypnotic's worse than that? Oh, uh, for my personal thing, hypnotic is worse than that. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. All right. Because right. of the flavor, yeah. absolutely, hundred percent the flavor. Got to step up your game, Crystal. So uh, here's the next one. All right, the next one. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be. This good. is compliments of myself and Harley, um, with a very specific target audience in mind. But per the rules, any new liquor, everybody has to try it. I've already tried it uh, while concocting it. All right, it is um, <laughs> one half uh, El Toro tequila. Oh Silver. fuck me! With the little sombrero hat. Um, <laughs> one quarter Everclear. One quarter Watermelon Shine. Fuck! <laughs> right, you put everything that I fucking hate. And, and this is Harley's better. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful contribution. Um, so we took um, Watermelon Starburst. 
melted it down. Took watermelon Jolly Ranchers, melted it down. Took watermelon Airheads, melted it down. Oh my god! Took watermelon <laughs> rings, little those little chewy rings, melted them down. Uh, took watermelon blow pops, crushed them up, melted them down. <laughs> took watermelon. Uh, There's a lot yeah. of hate in this <laughs> toward a particular individual. Watermelon um, hard candy that from a, a okay, local is that it? store. No. Melted it down. There's then. Water. Mixed them all together, super chilled, uh, super chilled it down. I'm, I'm, then re I'm, I'm, uh, reboiled it uh, in order to concentrate it even more, the mixture, <sighs> and then put the mixture in said glass, and then let sit for several days at room temperature to properly infuse the alcohol. Um, so let me get a video because Harley will kick me in the nuts if <sighs> I do not get a video of. The, the target audience on this. This is everything that I hate. Yeah. Really? Huh. Who would have thought um, that? Yeah. This is, this All is right. not. And now. I'm already getting recording. Uh, All right. So, everybody, go ahead and uh, post up. Man. Skull. All right. Ah. Oh, are you absolving yourself? Of I, I tried it during the making. Actually, it doesn't seem like it's affecting him that bad. Oh, it's not. It's actually not bad at all. That's delicious. It doesn't even taste like watermelon. Damn it. He tastes a lot of fucking candy. Damn it. It tastes... A lot of sugar. Okay. You know what it tastes like? Sugar. It tastes like one of those Skittles. It tastes yeah. like a Skittle. Almost, yeah. Yeah, almost. I, like, almost like the uh, sour... I don't know. It's like all the Skittles... Like, whenever you take a whole bunch of the different Skittles and just put them in your mouth... Yeah, 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 you yeah, want yeah, it, yeah. That's what it tastes like. I right? must say, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy that all this work that you put in to, to hurt him... Yeah failed yeah no, that's I, what me and 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 harley were worried about that's that's good as fuck we, yeah we were worried about that's that that's not that's not bad that's yeah. that's doable seriously that that's actually not bad actually i actually have to give credit to that. that's a good drink damn it yeah back to the drawing board yep <laughs> that's not that it's it's very sugary yeah yeah, yeah. No, like i said it tastes like your drink like your, your i was betting on your aversion to sweetness the thing is, watermelon. The watermelon tastes like watermelon, mm-hmm. and that's what gets me because I can't stand the taste of watermelon. That tastes like a whole bunch of different fruit. We were going to distill down some wa- the actual fresh watermelon, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I, 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 I targeted for the sweet factor on this round, on this batch. So yeah. next batch, I'll target for the, the watermelon freshness. And actually, it's got a nice warm feeling. It's, yeah, it's not, is that even is that got Everclear in it? Because yeah. I don't even that That's, smells like it. What, and that is an enjoyable drink. Smell. So I think my next batch, I will remove the watermelon shine out of the equation. The only reason I put that was to try to get something I knew that didn't work with you. Yeah, and so like that. Otherwise, I think I'll just do the half and half of tequila and uh, Everclear. Yeah. And I'm, when I say Everclear, I mean the real Everclear, not the shit that we can get local. I'm talking about the the, the 190 proof. Yeah, God, I, I still so have good. a I still have oh. a little bit of that left over. Lenny hates that yeah. shit. Well, I, 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 got I had several never bottles. I had never had that until the uh, the nothing but trouble um, episode, and that was so fucking. Good. Well, no, that 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 one was the cheapo version of yeah. Everclear. What, what, That's y'all not were the real telling version. me it was the real shit. No, no, that uh, one was because okay. I remember uh, Bildo brought that in. And when we were looking at it, that's the one that you can buy here. The one gotcha. that he got. That, I remember it's the corn-based one. Well, it, I mean, they're, 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 they're both grain-based. Yeah, but what I'm uh, saying is you got it in Florida. Proofage. Did you get yours in Florida? No, that one, uh, one of the Carolinas. Because I remember that was a gift to me from you. Yeah, when, that was one of the Carolinas. Um, you know, I'll, I'll either stop by or I'll have somebody stop yeah, by. Yeah, you, you and, definitely knew. I will give you the money because I need yeah. to get another uh, bottle of that on my bar. So, yeah. Um, 
All right, so now we're going to go next to the... Lastly. Yeah, because for some reason, Virginia doesn't sell 190 anymore. No, they don't. No. Yeah, I don't know why. Because Virginia's a fucking pussy. No, they used to sell, like, e- e- even the, the high-proof Bacardi and shit like that. They, yeah. They've stepped back on what they will yeah. even sell, and what I was shocked by. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. Oh. All right, so now we're going to go to our next bonus, and this is uh, a... What, what? What is it, Ragnar? Explain this. Yeah, Drink. all right, so uh, give me the bottle roll. This was actually good. I actually like this one, but I know somebody else did <laughs> not This like is it. my... My punishment shot. We didn't. You think that's this? You think that's worse than uh, hypnotic? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Just because Cause, cause you, don't, you don't like spicy, exactly. Yeah. So this is part of an infusion kit that I got as a uh, gift, and so the base is Johnny Walker. It's got. Uh, it's infused with bird's eye chili, cocoa beans, uh, orange peels, and some vanilla bean. I'm growing some the bombas right now. I'm going to see if I might be able to incorporate that into a mead in the future. So, let's we'll see. Yeah. To me, unfortunately, all I taste on it is the bird's eye chili. I think yeah. it was too much bird's eye chili. I think I left it in there too long. That may have been it. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand what you were going for, there's, there's, I, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't mind much. that. I actually liked it that because I, I like spicy. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, that's why it didn't bother me as much. But I remember when you took that, it was like you took a swig of it and you were like <laughs> immediate hiccups. Uh, you pushed that shit <laughs> back. Immediate fucking hiccups. It was weird. It was like immediately like, like my mouth. was like, no. nope, this is bad. <laughs> Get it gone. There's not uh, a whole lot of smell to it. All right. Well, you ready to take the swig of it? Go ahead. All right. There's definitely a lot of heat to it. Yeah. But it's good. Oh, uh, to it me, go. I have See, no problem with with heat no. in whiskey, that is nothing but heat. You, you don't taste any other fucking flavor. No, that's like ghost pepper. Heat. It's and like, like drinking the, the, the ghost pepper and whiskey at the same time. No, that's basically what it feels like. I think like. this is probably on the higher end of my tolerance for for heat. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty fucking hot. And it stays there for, it lingers for a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah, does, it does, but it, it's still enjoyable, except for the acidic flavor. Yeah. Because it's kind of like um, uh, buffalo sauce. Yeah. I don't like buffalo sauce. It's too damn acidic. That's not that it's hot or anything. No, it's yeah. just, it's not a good flavor. It kills itself with the acidity. Yeah. That's my, my big issue with heat is it, it's not that I can't do heat. It's just, I don't understand why. You, you, all you're tasting is heat. You're not tasting flavors. Yeah. yeah. You're just tasting no, heat. It doesn't make sense. Um, the reason peppers developed the heat, um, stupid random fact, um, so birds can't taste, all right, but other animals can. The different peppers developed heat to them to discourage other animals from eating them, but birds. Yeah. So this way, when they're flying and they shit out the, their seeds, it has a greater chance of populating a, a, a wider area. Um, I never knew let, birds can't taste. Yeah, they they have no no taste receptors on their tongues. Hold on. So that's what you picked up from that. Yeah, you picked up the fact they can't taste, not the fact that they're shitting out. That, that's how it germinates. Seeds. That's how you know it g- germinates. <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Yeah. It, it's a random fucking fact. <laughs> that, that's that's the only reason that fucking peppers, everybody poops, bro. Yeah, yeah. that peppers develop. Yeah, how many of us actually? It, eat it's because it. it's not meant for 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 things with taste with actual taste buds. Yeah. yeah, it's meant for things without taste buds in order to populate the species. Right. It's very interesting. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to take a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back, guys. Welcome back to the show, guys. Glad you guys were willing to uh, enjoy the tasting. Ron, can you uh, give me a shout for uh, the movie and actors, please? 
Yeah, no, this movie is directed by Roland Emmerich, which is really crazy because the movies he's done. Great director. I, yeah. He's done great movies, but more of like entertaining, like uh, eye candy, like disaster movies. He's done movies like 10,000 BC, which was a huge flop, but he did the classic Independence Day and its horrible sequel. He did The Patriot, which we are releasing next week. He also did 2012. He did the Godzilla 1998 remake. So when you think about it and you see this movie, it's a huge huge difference yeah. uh, but except for all those things have amazing visuals and that's one thing when Absolutely. i think about yeah. roland emmerich and he, he did i that. think about amazing yeah. visuals yeah no you're right uh, you're right and this one uh, i was talking to ragnar before this film that like some of the like the choice of color saturation which i don't know if that was a weird mix of the newer green screen tech they had the time and i i, I know green screens were this this movie was a lot of green screen but i don't know if that was a a, a weird side effect of the green screen but i've seen a lot of films that were released you know or before and after and during yeah. during that time um that it had that 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 color saturation like especially a lot of the points of the the, the hawaiian yeah uh yeah. point of things where it seems so rich and yeah. so vibrant um but also very fake yeah very fucking fake yeah uh yeah. but i i think that was a, a a purposeful choice of emmerich to have it so saturated to feel almost unreal yeah um the 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 beauty that was being marred by the devastation no he, um, like i said he is a visionary director I mean, that's the one so. thing um the cast includes in this movie it's actually a really huge cast you got huge. ed screen you got woody harrelson you got patrick wilson you got luke evans which actually is one of my personal favorites mandy moore i, I never would have thought of mandy moore dennis fucking quaid nick jones Aaron Eckhart, who plays Doolittle, which I thought he did a great job. Jake Weber, yeah. Who, the only movie that I remember him was uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. I remember him being yeah. the, uh, he was in the Dawn of the Dead remake, yeah. There is one thing I wanted to bring up, the Aaron Eckhart part. As much as I enjoyed those scenes, and they, 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 they felt so real and purposeful, I think the movie could have done without them. I really do. The, wait, as far wait, as the army, the, as far as uh, the entire army uh, part of it, I, I think it could have done without it. I felt like it was an un. You talking about the Doolittle raid or Aaron Eckhart? The entire altogether? Doolittle raid. No, I, 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 I think they could. No, have because done that was a it. huge part right no, after Pearl Harbor. It, yeah, it, after it, Pearl Harbor. Yes, I would have but to not agree as too. far as. <clears throat> what it, the movie was trying to focus on which was the 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 navies both the japanese and the american navies yeah. Yeah. um you know struggles that they they were facing and yes it was a huge part i ain't taking away from anything from from doolittle's bombing i am not taking anything away from that that was historically accurate very important part of world war ii yep. absolutely but i think they could have removed that entire goddamn segment from the film and the film would not have suffered yeah no i i would have to agree with Stu because um it it yeah it was in, it was absolutely important to the world war ii pacific theater um words fucking words what the shit words just hard. happened <laughs> um, that's my phrase um, uh, uh clash whatever the hell i'm trying to find words it's not happening anyway um it was very important to the pacific pacific theater uh battle plan and, and what happened between uh japan and america however this was about midway the japan that first japanese home territory bombing uh led by doolittle was an entirely separate thing and that was covered pretty well in the movie pearl harbor 
Um, actually, uh, uh, well, you don't don't go back to. Well, see, the thing is, that one was a horrible representation of the Doctor of the Doolittle Raid. Yeah, but it still identified and explained. I, st- yeah, I, I disagree with both of you. I feel like it needed to be in the movie. The reason it's in the movie is because it happened during it did. that time. It did happen yeah. during that time, you know, and yeah, they were part so of the So did a million show. other things that happened during that time. Right. I and, mean, so yeah, we're saying yeah, it and happened I do see during they, Enterprise, and it, and it happened during the Pacific Theater. Um, okay, but I it would just say, happened to happen there, so let's go ahead and start showing shit that happened in the Battle of the Bulge. Let's start showing shit that happened in Germany. I mean, it's now, shit that wouldn't uh, fit in the film. So, it doesn't no, necessarily with, nec- with that no, with no, uh, I mean, with Ragnar's with Ragnar's um, argument, I would say that maybe they could have touched on Doolittle was was uh, about to launch those Liberators off the carrier yeah. that was part of their battle fleet at the time, mm-hmm. and just kind of left it at that. Just had a little explanation of what they were going to do. They didn't have to go and actually film everything else because yeah, it, I can see it your truly, point. On that, yeah. It just didn't, yeah feel like it fit it with the motif of the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah. You felt like this was more mainly to be at sea and not over this, this was supposed to be the way, that, the way but, a, but just focusing a salute on, to yeah. our, 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 our Navy men. Yeah. Um, and yes, what the Army did launching launching those bombers off of uh, uh, you know uh, carriers that were, was an were, incredible were amazing. feat. That was, it was an incredible amazing feat. amazing that they did. I'm not taking away any what were any those B, sort of what were those B-29s? They were B-26. B-24 Liberators. B-24s, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was amazing amazing that they did that and it was a huge huge part of the war effort so, but it wasn't something that fit with the rest of the motif of the film sorry i'm just a big yeah. aviation fan i i'm really big into planes <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean they could have probably left it out it, it, um, it did nothing or, to propel or the at least you know let them let you see them taking off um but i think also like if you see them taking off and you know nothing else about it. That's why I said the, what else happened. But they do you think, that, do you think it would be literally the same at yeah. the end when they did the little, you know, do little, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it but could have been summed up right there. That's you know, what, what I, that's what I was saying about. You, uh, that's what I was saying about a this. small yeah. explanation. It, it could have been done that little yeah. fucking blurb right uh-huh. at the end. Like that could. And have I don't think it would it would taken anything away from the movie. Yes, Aaron Eckhart's acting great the entire fucking choice of uh you know the scene of uh the teacher helping aaron eckhart was wonderful and showing the the liberal you know the, the 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 mainland china you know and uh, almost imprisoned and uh, uh of people it, that was great nothing yeah. i'm not saying anything was wrong or bad with the I, film it just it did nothing to propel the story it took away from the 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 what it was trying to focus on, in my opinion, the, the film was trying to focus on the the the, the, the naval aspect of yeah, the Pacific. No, I, I understand yeah. where you're going. It away. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I, totally, I would I say totally that Chase. they would have gotten more out of it by showing that scene that they did, seeing the B twenty four Liberators on that other carrier, and going into a shot at a briefing room showing the pilots of those Liberators what they're about to do, mm-hmm. cover it, and talk about how crazy it is that we're planning to do this how heavy these fucking planes are how we are kind of not entirely sure if they're going to make it off the off the uh boat without going in the water okay well no no we're sure and then technically they should technically they should but the the conditions of takeoff work do you you think it'd be better off the whole Doolittle little raid being like a separate movie on itself 
Oh yeah, oh, no. I, it, I would it, watch the shit out of that. That's what I'm saying. Do you think that would be just better off? I would watch the shit out of that. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. And, and yeah. after that explanation, kind of leave it. And at the end of the end of the movie, just like you were saying, show an explanation. It was successful. They ended up having to ditch, even though it said, you know, yes, it was successful, but then also led to the direct killing of a quarter of a million chinese people based on i mean yeah assisting on it yeah, yeah. so maybe <laughs> not success they achieved the mission um but but it could have gotten its own blurb i yeah fully believe that Doolittle's crew deserves its own kind of its its own movie okay. yeah. that's fucking fascinating that yeah. whole thing and that, that could have been something wonderful we'll to get see into that of watching the, the different crew members trying to meet up in that city and the oh, ones yeah. who survive yeah. It, yeah. that could make a, a wonderful very engrossing film yeah this movie midway is the pacific theater in world war ii and the, which i don't think we get enough focus on on the film we don't and and that's it and there's two reasons i chose i chose midway itself one is that when you think of world war ii you think of inland you think of Mm -hmm. germany you know europe yeah europe i mean you know in general and you don't really you don't think of the pacific theater you don't think of japanese front japanese front against Pacific well, no, no you think of the japanese in, in uh, world war ii but, but you don't think of the fact that of uh, what it took to collapse the, the the empire of japan that led to directly the success in the european front no you don't you don't see you don't you don't see what one hand is doing for the other exactly in it you know and so the attack happened december 7th 1941 roughly uh fuck Little before eight o'clock in the morning is when um, the uh, the Japanese struck. A uh, total of eight ships were lost in Battleship Row: the West Virginia, the California, the Oklahoma, the Nevada, the Arizona, oh. um, and all of them. All the ships that were in Battleship Row took damage. Four actually sank. They they chose a hell of a fucking time to do they it. They did. They did. I, I, they really I, did. And as they did brutal it. as it was, tactically, it was so fucking smart. It was smart. fucking smart. It really, really was. Oh, my God. You know? Was it the USS New Jersey that um, went back after wearing out its guns and had to, re- had to uh, re-equip using the USS Arizona's uh, recovered guns, oh barrels? Oh, shit one of them i know i know i know what you're talking about i know one ship did go back yeah to get refitted um i don't remember i don't know if because it, it just fucking bombarded for like three days until it straight up wore out the barrels yeah like yeah, that fucking was fucking impressive shit out of them. Yeah. i mean that's what it's gonna be <laughs> oh yeah no yeah. Um, I mean, this is, and you gotta think too yeah. is that these are battleships and these things are it's it's what their name is it's a fucking battleship yeah you know, if you ever look online. So this is the only other movie that the Yamato is portrayed in, except for Tor Tor Toro, right? Tor Tor Toro and Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Pearl, okay, yeah. Yeah. And the Yamato. Jesus Christ. You know, you know, it's <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean incredibly armored and makes a great yeah. coral reef thanks to the United States military. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um But you have to give credit where credit is due. I mean Oh we, yeah, it was we, impressive. Uh, as, impressive feat of engineering and, and that's what i give i give a lot of credit to this film sunk. um it, it didn't say you know uh as far as all u.s servicemen and u.s 
you know, Navy men uh, that were lost. It, it gives credit to all, yeah. you know, both sides of it. Um, and, and the it de- I think this film does a great job of showing the intelligence that both sides really brought to the fucking table and, yeah. and the, the skill and the honor that both sides truly brought to the table. They were fighting for what they thought was right. And using the, the you know, the 200 yard lens and shit like that, we can look at it, you know, as the victors, what, what the, the right and wrong is. Um, I did like that they included a Japanese aspect on yeah. um, their war council yes. because they function very differently than the United very States much. does. Oh, yes. um, very much. It's, it is very much so. The, the, the different branches of their military are okay. But also well, still so formal and yes. so respectful. Well, the, the whole Japanese culture is... But also talking is, shit to each oh, other yeah. in yeah. a respectful oh, way. Yeah, so the, oh, my God. the entirety of the Japanese culture... Well, likely you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, is what it is. What I've, like, <laughs> you're there to carry us to yeah, our exactly. fucking what <laughs> That's all you're fucking good for now, bitch. Yeah. Respectfully. You're right. <laughs> right. With all due respect. <laughs> what I've always loved about the Japanese culture, um, and it really um, it, it really stems from the feudal era, was every aspect of your life can be perfected, mm-hmm. and it should be. That includes political, um, you know, diplomacy. That includes a you know polishing you whatever mirror socially yes everything can be gardening making tea it's it's awesome i've um even just just bushido the the bushido code okay you want to be a samurai you have to be uh meet the bushido code and in that bushido code means you have to know how to fucking serve tea they even (laughs) reference you know that as far as They've told us to go and charge at our enemies as samurai yeah. to regain our honor. Yeah. I was like, I believe that it was probably something that was like, literally word for word fucking said in that situation. Or at least yeah. very similar. But I, I've always had a lot of respect for them yeah. on that perspective, yep. especially. It's I mean, just, just really look cool. at the fact that they what we did to them uh, in, in order to end it. And we, we came in with brutality. Uh, in order to end them and show them the juice wasn't worth the fucking squeeze anymore. Well, we that's the American And not way. just once, but twice. Yeah. All right, we just fucking oh, yeah. slap the tits yeah, out of their fucking yeah. mouth. But yeah, and that's and what I was that's You, what I was you look at, uh, at pictures of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, all right, uh, you know, from afterwards, they look like fucking modern-day Detroit you know, to, to what they look like now, <laughs> and it's just fucking pillars of goddamn future shit do yeah. you realize it's amazing how quickly they fucking recovered do yeah, you yeah, realize yeah. there is one guy that was stuck in he lived through the first bomb yes he yes, got minor injuries yes. went back home and while he's sitting there describing how it happened yes. they fucking dropped the second nuke and he lived without no without yeah. any injuries he lived to be 90 years old didn't yes. even die of fucking cancer jesus holy shit <laughs> he was he was on a, a, a work uh you know uh thing and so like that they they sent him um if y'all to, are uh, looking for real life avenger he was one of them jesus yeah. which one came first hiroshima or nagasaki i forget which one hiroshima, hiroshima. okay hiroshima. so he was in Hirosh- he was he was based out of nagasaki work sent him to hiroshima for some work event or so like that fucking goddamn nuke explodes all right he comes back he's like fuck god damn you will not believe what just happened me flash what was that (laughs) shadows on wall all right all over again all right he's like fuck following him cursed 
right. <laughs> it was now, fucking weird. To be fair, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, 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 um, downplay the fucking terror that this man no. went through. But looking back on it, you know, retrospectively, that is incredible that it even happened. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'd be going around breaking every law I can at that point going, <laughs> fuck it, I am the luckiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nothing can hurt me. I am a god incarnate right fucking now. Fucking nuclear, <laughs> nuclear fission can't touch me. What the fuck are you going to do? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've completely so. derailed. You have <laughs> no. It's I fine. Apologize. It's good. It's good. All the um, all the battleships previously listed, um, four of them actually sank, and they recovered them, refitted them, and everything like that, and sent them fucking back out to do their job. Um, to this day, the Arizona still is um, is still sunk, still it, leaking fuel. It is still it leaks nine oil, quarts yeah. of oil a day. Yeah. All right, and that sh- that battleship there will never get removed. It's a cemetery. I mean, that it is, that, that is a grave, a huge grave right there. It is there. a Every, national monument. Yeah. Everyone that is on board is still in there. Yeah. And they're never going to remove it. They're never going to do anything about it. You have that clip when the intelligence officer is speaking to uh, Yamada in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll play that real quick for me. I was once our neighbor at the San Washington. After you went to Harvard. Like you. I thought there was value in studying a potential adversary. There's a rumor that you told the Prime Minister that Japan can't win a war with the United States. I said we couldn't win a long war. And that's a very... Pay attention to it because it's a very important um, statement right there is that we can't win a long war. Mm -hmm. And he did his studies um, in America and he did learn his adversary. Like I said, he... He stated that we can't win a long war, but we can try to win a short war. And that's exactly what they tried to do in um in World War in this in the war is that going from uh Japan to Wake Island and uh where um Australia and uh and then trying to battle over to uh the Coral Sea led up to Midway. And then December seventh happens so after the bombing, um, President Roosevelt gave his uh, infamous speech, and that's an amazing fucking speech. It, oh, it yeah. really is, yeah. and that is the day that the United States <clears throat> entered the war because we were we were hands off of World War Two until uh, we were publicly hands off. Yeah, Pub- I was yes. gonna, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we were publicly publicly hands off. We were absolutely behind the curtain. Fucking encouraging. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, public, like publicly, from other... what everyone knows, we were... Conflicts. We were that's the word I was looking for earlier. <laughs> just like every game. other con. <laughs> but, I mean, like I say, that the famous speech actually plays at the beginning yeah. of our show, so yeah. you, you guys have already listened to it when but you yeah, just But, yeah, just uh, like every other conflict we've been involved in, it's, you know, you know, it's it's happening. It's we're, oh, yeah. we're, We've got our fingers in it. Just, we're... Nobody else is supposed to know about it. You have the, uh, the Yamada speech, right? So he's basically saying that we have awoken a beast and um, we have awoken a sleeping, a sleeping giant, giant. and yeah. filled him with great resolve. Yes. Yep. He knows he fucked up and he doesn't know the exact amount of his fuck up yet, but he knows that they fucked up. I mean, how many megatons this? did it turn out to be? 
not um, that much compared to yeah. <laughs> to the you, future shit. I hate to say it. Not to downplay. What we it, did. Even though so, the Japanese, even though the Japanese made this move to attack us and everything else, do you think? They, do you feel like they regret what they did? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. And what I love about that quote is the fact that like he realizes how much he may have just fucked his entire country. And it wasn't him who fucked his entire country. No, no, not, no, I'm sorry. Not him, but what they did. Exactly. What they did. uh, Fucked his entire country. And they don't know the extent of how bad they're going to get it uh, until, you know, a few, a couple, few years later. I think America has a really good reputation of saying, (laughs) surprise motherfucker. If you do not land a knockout blow, then yeah. And that's the, 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 the key right there is his plan based on the fact of n- knocking out our carriers uh, and knock, not landing, knocking out oh, the oil reserve there. Yeah. The carriers, they totally fucked that over. They fucked it up. Because his the idea wouldn't enterprise, have The Enterprise and Yorktown were out to sea. But I think and, it was more than just Enterprise and Yorktown. I think it was several carriers were currently out at. At doing scouting missions. Now it was it was just them the, two. It was just those two mm-hmm. that were out, and they were. Um, oh, what were the you may be trying to include the submarines that we had out as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not including the support forces, um, which I include the submarines yeah. as the support forces. Because there was a whole lot more carriers than that, though. No, uh, no we only Enter- had what uh, the Enterprise, the uh, Yorktown, and I think we only had like uh, nine, no, maybe there's, there's total one carriers. More, there's one more over there. For some reason, I feel like it's either seven or nine carriers. While Japan had what? No, like, Japan had nine. We had three operable. Once we were going into this conflict, that's yeah. it. After Pearl Harbor, we only had three. Okay, and but, then Japan had but nine. It was that's based why it was on so fucking yeah, terrifying. Uh, his plan was to knock out the carriers and knock out the oil basically put pearl harbor um out of the picture for a year minimum uh and so they the pacific fleet would no longer been operational yeah. for basically a year and that would have been a huge huge benefit versus what ended up happening we still not only were operational out of there but we had our carrier capability which allowed us to strike mainland japan uh versus their satellite uh, areas we wouldn't have been able to do that without our carrier uh, capability. Now, for Midway, was that actually, uh, was the Midway transmission that gave us a, a defined, that's exactly what we're talking about, was that actually the the water break? Or in real life, was that, uh, I seem to recall something about a non-encrypted message from Midway, something about Tootsie Rolls, or am, no, or am I no. thinking so about an Iwo Jima you're engagement? Thinking of, so you're thinking of something else. Right. So the um, what it was is um, uh, Lieutenant Commander Layton, who is the uh, intel guy. Intelligence officer, right? yeah. So he was working with the... Um, Intelligence liaison, I believe, right? No. He was the, not the liaison. He was the actual officer. Okay. Um, and he's the one that actually said that this is the <clears throat> biggest um, intelligence fuck up in, right, in, right. The, in the world. Yeah. And like, in American and, history. And, 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 I'm sorry, in America's history. You're right. Um, and I and, and remember, a, this is. He did say it was a fuck up, but this I don't think is, it was a fuck up. It was. This is to date, yeah. It Intelligence was a, did it was their a, fucking job. It was a failure to and, accept but, the intel. Yeah. Well, yeah, but were they learning yeah. as they go, basically? They were well, like, the problem is that's is called that, war. Yeah. yeah. The problem is is that you have in for for this section here, you have intel 
that um, Pearl has, and then you have intel that Washington has. They both no. have the same it, fucking intel. They, exactly. It's just how you interpret how we, the intel. Exactly, how you yeah. interpret it. Okay. So what uh, <clears throat> Lieutenant Commander Layton's crew did, which is they he had um, intelligence people and band members because he figured they can... If they can read notes, which is a mathematical talking yeah. about, yeah, talking about the rhythm read, and all that, they can read code, they can decipher, mm-hmm. and it's not just the fact of being able to read and decipher. It's he was so goddamn brilliant. He was take that little tidbits of information and paint a picture based on tiny little one word or one sentence fucking fragments. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wasn't and a bunch of, but basically together. a bunch of people in there, like a whole bunch of geniuses in there basically trying to work this all out. I mean, it trying was to figure, more, I, I don't yeah. think it was more the, the one guy who yeah, was, able it was to his, put the picture together. Yeah. It was his, um, it wasn't, uh, Layton himself. No, he was, he, I mean, you're right. Okay. So you call him a liaison. Yes, he would be a liaison to Nimitz. But more of a spokesperson from the Intel sect. But he is in the Intel sector mm-hmm. for it. So, yeah, I guess you could say he would be a liaison between the Intel. Or at least function there. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So his guy, who he claim, who he said is, like, fucking brilliant, you know, um, and he could fucking, he can decipher him pick, oh. p- and pick fuzzy loafers yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was fucking amazing it I, really yeah. was yeah. You're, you're, you're if you're stuck down in the fucking hole for x amount of hours yeah. and even exactly, the way he was yeah. able you to need to be fucking comfortable the information you know. to woody harrelson's character yeah uh and saying listen it's it's like if you think a wedding may be happening but you don't have the information that wedding's <clears> happening but you know that the best band is is playing the caterer is plan for such and such date you know the the, all these other things are planned you take that all those individual items and you put them together and you make your best guess of what all that means i just i just just, it it made so much and the thing is is that washington they want definitive answers for something like this you cannot have a definitive answer yeah because you're only picking up little there's fragments. There's no 100. percent There's 85. No. There's 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 not even 85. percent no. You can get like but 60, 70 percent. Fucking great. Info. What his name did when he was saying, "All right, they're gonna attack at 7 a.m. from this degrees." Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and you were, I was like, he was all, it was like, it was all yeah. like five he miles, was, he was five minutes, five, five degrees, five miles, right. five degrees, <laughs> right? Which was <laughs> right. But, phenomenal. But yeah, so you can get like 60 percent definitive. Yeah, and then you can put every everything you together and get like 90 percent confidence yeah. in that yeah. that you're hoping yeah. <laughs> that's right? what I, that's what confidence that, that, is that, that's what you're you're hoping yep yeah. that's right, what confidence is how badly everything could have gone if they oh, interpreted yeah. this midway attack and including to the point of putting out false information in order to convince uh the pentagon that to go with the midway theory versus going with the Australian front. I yeah. just absolutely loved the sit, the sit rep briefing when they were introducing the new commander of uh, the USS Enterprise, um, where they're setting, saying that, and you can you can watch Leighton go from well, um, I 
I can't speak in my personal opinion. I, I have to give you, yeah. you know, what the data gives me. And they're like, okay, just tell me what the fuck you think. It is like, fine. All right. This is, this is what I have no. wholehearted yeah. confidence. I need, in. Blah, blah, I need blah, 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 definitive blah. answers in order to plan my response. Yeah. And yeah. he just gave, he yeah. just well, you're, like, you're let go about, of all the, uh, you're talking about Admiral, Admiral Spruance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Spruance. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and Nimitz, and the only, and it's his <clears throat> Admiral Spruance, um, took over for um, Admiral Halsey. Yeah, Bill Halsey. Because he has psoriasis. Yeah. No. That is Quay's no. character. Shingles. No, Shingles. shingles. I'm yeah. sorry, Shingles. Um, Which, for and, the record, his portrayal of dealing with Shingles in a military setting, I love that. Because Shingles is like feeling, you're, feeling like you're on fire if something is touching you. And he's just like... Uh, and isn't yeah. Shingles just adult? Chicken pox? So it's yeah. basically I, shingles yeah. is yeah. what happens if you got chicken pox. It has laid dormant in your system and then recurs. Okay, so I thought chicken pox. I thought, pox, it, was I thought it was around. Yeah, I thought it was if you never contract no. chicken pox while you, you were a child, no. you can only get then chi- it comes out. You can only get shingles up. if you've had chicken pox. Do you think it was very important for them to put that in this movie though? Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It needed because to show it as accurate yeah. as yeah. it can. People yeah. who have had shingles were watching that going, Holy fucking yeah. shit. He's just kind of oh my collar uh, i feel like i'm dying what is this yeah. <laughs> and the fact that the, the way they portrayed nimitz also to me was was Fantastic. fucking amazing it was so, really well done i like i i to, to, to be a person they literally name a class yeah. of ship after you yeah no yeah. I, I really you have to be a bad it. motherfucker i really so respected they what he did portrayal of that it, what they did, did really well. with it though is um i'm gonna touch on this real quick is that uh admiral spruance he was he was ne- he never commanded any sort of carrier force at all. He got the jo- Admiral Nimitz promoted him um, to take over Halt Admiral Halsey's place, um, just for the simple fact that he trusted his tactical development mm-hmm. and his situational awareness. This, this is the guy. This is basically where he said, "Welcome to the hardest job in the world." No, so or, I am d- I getting no? You're getting that mixed up when Admiral Nimitz took over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I thought Nimitz have, was a colonel. Huh? I thought Nimitz was a colonel, or is that what he you're retired as? Thinking of the wrong branch there, bro. Yeah, I was saying I don't I, think no, Navy no, no, has Sorry, colonel. no, you're right. Um, yeah, Navy doesn't have colonel. I, I didn't think he was an admiral at this time, or yes. or was he? Was just, he a rear admiral at the time? It, lower hat. He was lower. Okay. Okay. So he was either Admiral Spruance when he took over. I believe it was a two star admiral. Okay. Okay. What's the what's the so, star equality? for the different admiral names all right so you have a one star admiral is a rear admiral lower half okay a two star is a rear admiral upper half okay then a three star is a vice admiral four star is an admiral a full a full-blown admiral and then a five star is a um which we don't have uh, we don't have five star admirals anymore. Those are um, wasn't didn't what's his name become fleet a five star like the yeah fleet admiral they're fleet admirals. I, I would say that that's star? more that's uh, more uh, wouldn't that be a five star like the, the <clears throat> five uh, yeah but, but they're, five star is considered more ceremonial right no so I just meant that uh, not necessarily like honorary or ceremonial I guess that's a poor poor term but. Um, only can be achieved a far a five star admiral can only be achieved in you know a a great accomplishment during wartime only. Right? Yeah. So the the only way you will see a five star admiral or general is normally during wartime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are a fucking one out of 
X. X. Like, I mean, they said, uh, what's his name? Only got he was only the fourth, uh, one out of four uh, fleet admirals in entire history of the yeah. United States. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so, so it's very much so rare. Yes. So it's very yeah. much so like being handpicked. Uh, like like you are for a medal. You are handpicked. Patton being a five right. star. Okay. It's, like, it's so ridiculous or it's not ceremonial yeah it's still just showing you this is the baddest motherfucker yeah. period okay yeah uh-huh. I, I just i don't have a full understanding of the naval yeah. rankings that, that's why i was asking for yeah. uh, for uh ragnar to go ahead and give us the description it's i know you know army slash air force you know uh equivalent their names for the generals um i'm pretty much navy i used to may have known i think i had to know that to get through fucking basic and shit like that i'm pretty much only familiar with marine corps so well marine corps should be the equivalent of the the navy no but really no No. it's totally different no the marine corps is um even though they're a a branch branch of of the the navy Navy? yeah no they are or the ranking name yeah, that's what I was talking so about. So what's, 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 what's the highest? Really? What's yeah. the highest More, enlisted? So there's similar, Marine similar. generals versus Marine admirals? No. no so no. so what are the stars for no. for Marines being? General. So there's Marine generals? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I was I literally yeah. just asked. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah, there Marine right. generals, but not Marine admirals? You're like, no. I'm like, like okay. For in- <laughs> no, 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 no. They're equi- no, no, I mean, if you look at the Army rank. Yeah, that, right. that's what I was asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so like for instance, that makes, that's weird. It for is. instance, it what's is. the highest enlisted rank in the Navy? The highest enlisted rank in, in rank McMahon, E nine. Okay, so in the Marine Corps, it's the Master Sergeant, Master Gunnery Sergeant of the United of the Marine Corps is the full title of that highest enlisted rank. Yeah. So it's it's an Air Force and Army are you know Master Sergeant of yeah. the Army, Master Sergeant of the Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Senior Master Sergeant. Sorry. Senior master sergeant. Senior? You guys are yeah. teaching me here, so that's I'm. I'm, I'm weird. I don't know <laughs> this. Senior master sergeant. I mean, it is it's weird. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. that's cool. That's what I mean, because you got master sergeant, you got senior master sergeant. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you got airman, senior airman. Uh, it's the, the next rank. Of it. It's like that's, no. This so, is so it's funny. It's like uh, well, like when I heard, first heard somebody say, "Yeah, I'm a specialist," I was like, "You're a what?" Yeah. A specialist in what? <laughs> but yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. So, and I think be... the, the 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 newly formed Space Force fall underneath of the Air Force rankings. I would guess. So the yeah, yeah. E four and Marine Corps. Yeah, E four and Marine Corps would be corporal. So I'm sitting there. I'm, what the fuck is a specialist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah, no, continue. Yeah, so, all right. And I know a lot of people have. Um, they haven't really bad mouthed this movie. But they said it's not historically accurate. Um, I would argue that fact if you want to. All right, so I'm I'm gonna do a quick little comparison. All right, between the 1975 version and the 2019 version. Okay, for historical accuracy. I'm gonna say the 2019 version is a lot fucking more accurate. It is. Yeah. Because and for a lot of facts, for uh, not a fact, but for a lot of things. Um, one the 2019 version didn't use old footage from other movies for it. You know, the 75 version used uh, footage from Tora, Tora, Tora. I think that was common in a lot of older movies from the 70s and 60s where they borrowed footage. It is, but, like, if you're going to try and make a fucking movie, either make it your own, you know, and make it historically and make it somewhat accurate. I would imagine there's, like, copyright laws on that. Um, I guess nah, you, if you pay the fine, I mean, you could pay a fine. I'm sure, but 
I guess it all matter. It, it all matters on the studio that's using it because yeah. if back yeah. in the sixties and seventies, yeah. it what they were borrowing from were films that that studio already had made, which means they already had the yeah, rights. So to already okay. had the rights to them. So that would yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, They're like, why am I going to spend another, you know, X amount of dollars to film a scene when I already had spent this two years ago yeah. to film it, the exact same? Type yeah, scene. I'm, I'm going to bring something up, even though it's completely off subject. Star Trek. Yeah. Exactly. Star Trek 6, yeah. The Undiscovered Country, yeah. had a explosion of the Klingon Warbird yeah. Bird of Prey. And then they use that also in Generations for the yeah. Sisters, the exact same thing, yeah. because they own the rights. So if they own the rights to it, they can use that movie footage from another movie. Or I gotta be a too. little bit of an asshole right now, just because it's irritating the shit out of me. I'm looking at your Wild Turkey 101. You actually, that tiny ass little fucking almost airplane <laughs> bottle, you put a spout on this fucking tiny <laughs> ass little fucking bottle. But next to it, uh, two bottles down, a fucking true 750 milliliter. You do not have a fucking spout on, but you have an airplane bottle with a fucking spout, <laughs> but not a fucking 750. I don't understand that fucking logic right there at all, Ron. I am sorry that it's irritating the shit out of me. I needed to address it, and I'm done with my rant. All right, there you go. I don't know. I just did it for the for the hell of it, just because I always make I always fucking make messes when I report shots. And how so. come we all have Malort, you know, eight feet away from the rest of the fucking bottles? You know, I'm I'm gonna go ahead Just and lonely. you know I, I I feel bad for that, my lord. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and call a punishment shot on myself for derailing the uh, show. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> aye. aye. There you go. Vote pass. Is it gonna be my lord? No, yeah. I think you should do the pepper shot. No, I'm calling. That no, malort. you're doing the pepper I'm shit. I'm calling the malort. You call the punishment shot. You need to take the pepper <laughs> shit. So hold on. Okay. Uh, no, then we need to vote. No, fine. Hold fine. on. Fine. No, I'm not arguing. Because right. if I recall, you had actually said that blah 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 yeah, was I'm your not punishment shot. I'm not. At the I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I will accept the terms of my own foobar. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're waiting on that, did we want to touch on? I think this is probably the first movie I've ever seen where they actually highlighted or even really included the SBD Dauntless dive bomber. Um, which is really an unsung hero of the world of World War Two. You know the. Uh, <laughs> it's like not going to help. Champ. Like a champ. That, but you know what? Good that job. reaction is better than the other reaction. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> that really hiccups. <laughs> yeah. Hiccups. Yeah. Uh, if you have, if it's, <laughs> if it's spicy, you gotta have uh, take a spoonful of honey. Hiccups. Ooh. Yeah, spoonful of honey I'm will make so the spice go away. You got you to buy another kit. You know that. I still, I still have shit at the house. Yeah, you're going to have to make more of that. Give me that because I felt bad for the Malort. I, like, I was doing it. I felt bad for the Malort. It's still lonely. You know, the uh, the good thing about what I love. You're welcome. It's a good radio. Yeah, it is. It's the first really? time I'm finally seeing a reaction. I'm yeah, loving this. I'm, I'm impressed. The hypnotic doesn't do anything. It's the fucking hiccups. I, I can't control it. <laughs> Sorry, Ragnar. Uh, oh, man, I love it. Oh, oh. Better? Better? Oh my, I think we may need to uh, mix that uh, that hot stuff with Malort as a as a new pun. Or, or no, maybe... it did help reset my diaphragm. Oh, okay. But it didn't look like it worked. <laughs> yeah, hiccuping. All right, Ragnar, get back to what yeah, you were talking so about. So the, um, the movie, which I love this fact of it was overseen by the um the naval heritage and history command <laughs> you good bro because no, I'm not trying not to hiccup. 
in the mic because they wanted this movie to be so historically accurate that they involved the actual fucking Navy for it. And I, I have right. to give credit to the uh, director, Roland Emmerich, because I, like I said, I watched the making of this, and he said that they wanted to do everything possible to, to make this a good remembrance for the people that were there yeah. and make it as accurate as possible, which I give a lot of respect to. I wasn't expecting that from a director like that, and he actually pulled it off really well. You know, the one that we did uh, recently uh, with uh, Robert Eggers, Oh, he, with the Northman. Yeah, he yeah. did the same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, no, he does. He puts research in you all know, of his. Yeah, and you can really appreciate a um, a director and actors involved that put forth the um, the amount of effort to actually put out a fucking good product and do the research, especially for something like this. Yeah, you know. And the one thing that was actually really fucking cool that I found out was that they they I saw side by side comparisons. Of the actors and the actual uh, headshots of the people. Are you talking yeah. about the end? Yeah, right uh, at the end. You talking about where at the end where well, they? Yeah, at the you see it at the end as well. But yeah. like I saw it online, and they have the um, the actual uh, people that were involved mm-hmm. in the movie, the actual person, and then a side by side of the actor, and they look like. I mean, it was very fucking similar. That's awesome. Which, well, yeah. Dennis Quaid, like I, when I saw the picture of just at the ending part, and I saw the picture of Dennis Quaid and the other yeah. and the original one. It, it was almost like a lookalike. It looked yeah. perfect for the role. No, I but I don't impressed. think it, for something like this, I don't think they needed to have a lookalike. I really don't. Not a lookalike. No, no, no. Not I think even a lookalike. No, you're right. I, I, thought, I, I literally yeah. thought it was very cool. It was it, a nifty that, coincidence. It's a bonus. That yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. great coincidence, yeah. but... I'll be honest. It was funny. I, it was more important to me that they they actually showed the mannerisms and the action and the capabilities of the people that were playing more so yeah. than the fact they happened to look like them. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, no, like, absolutely, I absolutely fucking Even though Woody that. Harrelson, I thought he did an amazing job. Oh, yeah. As Nimitz, I thought he did an amazing job. Did it have to be that weird dyed white, obviously dyed white, in order to portray... It, I, think it, I think I it did think actually it, add to the character. I think it did because... I think it, it needed to be. It, yeah. it, 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 I don't think they did enough to maybe his facial makeup to make him seem old enough to it's warrant... It's fucking $30 the, hair dye, man. It's worth it. No, but I don't I think... guarantee you it wasn't $30. I don't think it... it Hollywood. It, it warranted <laughs> the... I, I, they could have done more to make him seem a little bit older in the in the facial region in order to justify the white hair... Um, and been more believable than uh, than just leaving him, you know, his normal hair color and no, like that, and seeming no. that way. Okay, I, wait, I, no, I wait, how about okay? What you think about best the way that he talked, not the look, but the way that he no, talked. I'm the fine accent? with yeah. with most, uh, you know, other stuff because they were doing a, a, the best they could to portray the character. Or the, not the character, the the actual person they were they were yeah. trying to emulate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, and that was more important to me is the acting on the person versus the look of said person. As right. far as Nimitz goes, when he took uh, when he took command of Har- of Pearl Harbor, um, he was what forty early forties. Yeah, and to me, was was so, he solid white hair at or- early forties? And yes, I would I would say and yeah because be. I, I've known guys that have been and, no no and I, it's I've all gone, stress induced. Yeah, no, stress gone, doesn't make your face age. Stress uh, makes your, your stress hair can turn. absolutely fucking make your face age. It can, it can. But it, it'll hit your hair yeah, first. But no, at, to me, it's uh, yeah, it may hit it 
first, but normally you go gray than white. Uh, it's it's a I lot mean, rarer that you go at forty to straight white. I know a dude. Actually, my uh, my my first um, manager at, at look at Ron. All right, look at Ron's fucking gray ass <laughs> fucking streak. No, it's not white. It's fucking so gray. The first man, right. first store manager I had with the company I'm with right now, he had a completely gray head of hair. He was 33. No, no I've uh, seen people yeah. I've in gone, their 20s yeah. with, with no. Hair. And, in my early 20s, and, I started going gray and bald at the same oh, fucking time. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's why <laughs> I fucking sport the baldness. Right? I'm like, he, fuck this. I give up. Uh, you win. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, all right. Stu, Stu had a long head, had a long, yeah, like long the, head of hair all the way down to his neck. And, too. And that was my first last, met him. That was my last hurrah. And yeah. I knew I was losing my fucking hair at the time. Yeah. You had the bald cap gray. on the top though. Yeah. And my, I had the Picard going on and shit like that. And I'm like, all right, no, this is my last hurrah. And it was shortly after Ron and Sammy's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. That I just shaved it all off because I, I knew that was my last hurrah. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Also, yeah. you had no beard um, or any. You no. had no facial hair either. Oh, that's because what work would allow. The yeah. Time. Yeah. No. Uh, the guy I was talking about, he was. He actually told me he was completely gray by nineteen. Yeah, and I can I can believe it. Gray, so it, it, it's, gray, it's, gray. It's, it's all genetic. It's, it's all genetics. Gray. It's genetics. It all right, but no. also it depends on what co- color hair you but have. Originally. It's very very few that go white until yeah. in much older or yeah, stressful yeah. age. Um, that's why you know Woody Harrelson as Nimitz. I was like, all right, if they wanted to do white the way they did in the film, I would have preferred them also aging his face a little bit, adding a little more wrinkles, a uh, little more stress, crow feet or whatever you fucking want to call yeah. it. That yeah, would have right. came with it. Or instead they could have just gone the fucking dirty blonde that he naturally sports and it would have just been just okay. as believable. Are you kind of bringing this up also to like uh, Anthony Hopkins doing Nixon because he looked yes. nothing like Nixon but it, he did the acting of yeah. Nixon. And to Nixon. me it's more important that you embody the character instead of the, the, look. the looks. Okay, I see what you're uh, saying. And if you happen happen to look like the guy awesome that's a huge plus we'll see i think i think, I think that's i think that's a better thing to do i mean i understand what you're saying on the whole character wise yeah. but looks do add to you know make it more accurate it, it may but also besides these films and besides ragnar i don't think most of us would have a clue what nimitz actually look like yeah right yeah, I don't think that's a, a common person versus somebody like Eisenhower or Nixon. Yeah, and it isn't somebody that's in the common mentality. Right. Um. So they could have made him look like whatever, and to, it's just something about the white, the, the the stark white hair versus his, his the aged face that he had at the time with very little makeup. Yeah. Um. It it just seemed so stark of a contrast whenever he appeared on screen. It took me one step out. It, yeah. it really did. As much as I appreciated what he was trying to do when they were trying to make him look like, it it removed the the realm of believability. It didn't. He didn't look like somebody that should have white hair at the time. And I don't know if that's because we know what Woody Harrelson looks like, and because of what a major major actor he yeah, that's is. A possibility. But it, even if that was the case, then I would have, if I was Emmerich's uh, uh, seat, I would have said, all right. We know that everybody expects him to look like, you know, Woody fucking Harrelson. All right, so let's go ahead and let him look like fucking Woody Harrelson. So this way they can just focus on his acting versus something so strikingly different. It's I, like if I, just, I appeared I think it in, was a good bonus. I, I don't If I... It helped. <laughs> I can't say I, we relied on it. I don't know if I... 
It didn't hurt anything, did it? <laughs> are we are we gonna just talk if twenty Anthony, minutes about hair? hair yeah, Anthony, 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 that's what it seems like we're talking. <laughs> I don't know. Sue's on a right. fucking rant about Anthony Hopkins. We, we would all agree is Anthony Hopkins is an amazing fucking actor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's say he decided to do a film as an older Sidney Poitier and he put on blackface. It would kind of fucking mess it up, right? It yeah. would kind of fucking fuck with us. I'm yeah, going to go ahead and say for the different <laughs> for different reasons, my guy. But I'm going to the extreme. I am absolutely Quite. going to the extreme. But it would. But if he was playing Sidney Poitier. Without blackface, we'd appreciate his appearance or his role as Sidney Poitier because he is such an amazing actor. But if we put him in blackface, it's going to slap us in the fucking mouth so hard. We're like, holy <laughs> shit, this is Anthony Hopkins in blackface. But <laughs> and it's going to fucking, that's all we're going to see. see Why I, do we see that so portrayal? I, yeah. I see where you're right? going. I, I understand where you're going with that. Uh, it's probably a, not I like the that. I'm going example. to the extreme, extreme, that's, yeah, that's extreme. But, far off. And though. I am. To but, me. Uh, but I'm trying to give the most blunt fucking yeah. example but that i his, can imagine woody harrelson's appearance in this film was not unnatural it to me was it was i don't i don't it, think it, it was i, no, I didn't so. feel it was right because we know in our mind if they had coast <laughs> if they had cast somebody a, do, a couple do rungs you, down the the, the the famous ladder so the white hair took you out of the experience a little bit a little bit because i was seeing right. woody harrelson with how about you right now so, all right so the funny thing about that is is that um, each of the each of the characters they did their own research, and they did their own involvement with it. Woody Har- that does seem like something Woody Harrelson would choose. Woody, Woody Harrelson did um, visit a retired admiral and spoke with him at length over Nimitz and cool. on how he, he would uh, or how portray him, how he would portray him. Yeah, yeah, and how an admiral would act during this per- mm-hmm. would during this time frame. Um, and I think he did. I, and I honestly think he did a really good fucking job. He did. You know, he did. I'm not taking away. I know you're, 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 you're just anyway. stuck on his white hair. It was, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. You got to overlook it, man. Well, first of all, I'm not, you, you got to be used to Woody Harrelson. You're not used to seeing with hair in a lot of movies. Some, no. most of the times he's bald or no, sometimes I've seen him, he's balding I've seen him with hair all, you know, except for natural born killers. Uh, I've seen him with hair in every other fucking role just about. I don't know. For some reason, I'm I'm like I I literally. I'm <laughs> Who am I arguing with? Apparently, yourself, me. yourself. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, I, I'm cool? just making a point. If you are able to actually portray the mannerisms, than the look, and I think and he I did. think well, he, did. Sometime, he, did, he, he did, but I think he could have been just as well without the white hair. Well, they wanted them to look even gray. I, would they, I mean, they way. wanted them to look the part, you know. So, uh, but if it's to the point where it's, but so at the same time, Nimitz, it wasn't distracting though. Like, yeah, one thing, it I go really back, wasn't. To me, it was, but it <laughs> wasn't. Woody fucking Harrelson. All right, but God damn it, we are still on this. No. This is like twenty minutes just of hair. Motherfucking so, goddamn right. lazy so, eyed motherfucker hey. from Rogue One. All right, it was still that lazy eyed motherfucker from Rogue One. So no, um, Nimitz. That was that's what he was remembered but for. But when they showed the picture of Nimitz, white his hair face worked with the white hair. He had age to that face. Okay. He had stress to that face. He had wrinkles to that face to match the white hair. It didn't seem 
inhuman. <laughs> it didn't. Oh. It didn't seem inhuman on Woody Harrelson. I think it did. Okay. How accurate All do you right. think um, the hair color was on Dick? <laughs> What? On Dick? Is that Dick what you Best. just said? Yeah, on Dick okay. Best. Which, by the way, oh. even though he was <laughs> the main fucking character, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm fucking with him. I'm fucking with him. To Don't me, answer the goddamn question, bitch. To me, Dick Best, <laughs> that motherfucking actor did the worst of anybody else. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All right. I, 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 I no, that's one thing I did want to say. Fucking worst fucking acting of anybody else in this goddamn film. Okay. And he is the quote unquote main fucking Okay, person. no. I need to hear uh, I, the only movies I've seen him in, he was in Game of Thrones. He was in uh Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool, yes. but he was in I don't know if you guys But in Deadpool, he did amazing for that asshole. He, yeah. Played, yeah. he played the same role. But I believed it a lot more. Okay, Ragnar. I need to hear your point on this. <laughs> You're the one with all the research. Was Ed not? Skeen I, such a a weird human being that it wasn't believable? <laughs> so, all right. So the character that he actually portrayed was a cocky son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay, there's a difference between cocky and just fake. I mean, he all seems right, so, so, I, so fake. So I can't I I look, I can't I can't say that he overselled it or His underselled wife it. Played such a much Mandy better Moore, fucking role. Many more. Many more played it. That was just weird. She, I did not. I'm, I'm, she doesn't I did not look connect like you would Moore. think it would be Mandy Moore. Yes, yeah. the entire fucking film. And I didn't recognize end, her at all. I yeah. didn't recognize that was Mandy goddamn Moore. She's no. grown. She did amazing yeah, well, she's in that grown. fucking role. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a lot older now. But acting you know. wise, I thought she did amazing. She did such a great job of. Per- I-, I was recognizing her, her as best wife, yeah. not Mandy Moore, and yeah. Yeah. that 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 is amazing. Versus Ed Screen playing best, Skeen. I was like Skeen or Screen. I don't go Ed Screen. Honestly, I don't care. He doesn't deserve enough respect <laughs> because of how shitty. How shitty his acting was in this. It wasn't just his acting; it was his accent. I couldn't. Get, I couldn't stand. <laughs> Everything his seemed wrong that, about that, him. That's that. That's the only. That's actually one of my only negative. There's a couple negative things about this movie, but that was one of them. His acting was, but everybody else was on. When point. When we get to our rankings, yeah, he, the fact that he was the main character, quote unquote, yeah. all right, is going to severely affect my critical rating of this film. Enjoyment, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but critical. I mean, he was born. He is going to severely <laughs> affect my fucking ranking. So I hate to say it, Ragnar, because you know this is such an important yeah. film and so did such respect to our servicemen and women during that time and our support staff during that fucking time. It did an amazing fucking job. But then to cast this piece of shit as the main fucking character. I would venture to say that they were probably casting on Even that! That doesn't look like any fucking screen to me! I don't know. I can see... That's not... That's not... Yeah, that's Dick Best. I, I know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're casting Ed Screen in order to play what, Dick what, what, Best, he, I'm saying you did wrong. You failed. It, it, you no, have, they all. Like, I can, see, no, I can they, see the resemblance. They, they all, and he was from New, New each Jersey. Each one, each one. It, you're not going to find anybody exactly. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck are you basing it on? Each Ed one. Screen does no, I agree. No, Ragnar, like I believe that. you. Yeah. I believe you in that. A gaunt point. face. Each one. Each one. There's similarities, so they all look similar to the actual yeah. person they both have you a gaunt how does ed screen look like dead they best? both have a gaunt besides face, the fact that they're white males bones. No. he does all right, all right so yeah. this goes back to all right this they, goes back okay to, so tom hanks looks like fucking ed uh, you know dick best tom I can't hanks see. does not have a gaunt face ed screen. tom hanks had 
has had a gaunt face. Has, but did he during yeah. this time? No. Tom Hanks in goddamn um the I'm one where you're not he was a watching a Polar goddamn, Express uh, fucking no. conductor oh. pilot <laughs> a plane. <laughs> what um, movie? Um, no, the, the one where he he was uh, alone on the island. Um, oh, Castaway. Yeah. yeah. All right. Super gaunt. Right. All right. I think still doesn't w- have the high uh, set. Ju- would have been closer to fucking goddamn, you know, Dick Beth than Ed not, Green was. Does not have the high set cheekbones. But they try to make him. They try to make him like a huge cocky asshole. And basically. they have yeah. similar chins. Yeah. And that yeah. was the whole point. No. That was, and that was the whole point that was of a him casting. Poor casting. He was cocky and he was arrogant. He was confident. You know, so that's the whole point of him getting. Uh, of him getting. Are you just casted. slugging Jepsons for no fucking reason? He fucking now? likes it. Okay, it's not bad. I have a question. So, but yeah. Oh no, I'm no. sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was no. just going to bring another acting thing, but I want you to get. get you. Oh yeah. No. Thank you, Jepson Mullard, for providing such a wonderful alcohol. I am just fucking flabbergasted. Right. What the shit? What? He just electively poured himself okay. some. He likes it. It's not bad. How it's do, not bad. How do you? I don't think it's bad. I just think I just hate the linger. That's the only thing I hate. Linger I don't like longer. How my guy, the military tongue. fucking broke you. No. Well, <laughs> no. it made me strong. It made me strong. <laughs> all right. So, all right. The, once uh, again, you look at me and Ragnar. Uh, we are talking about our future Highlander episode, right? <laughs> all right. And we talked about who is probably going out first, who is probably going out next, and shit like that. I might I surprise th- you. Think you might. You might. You su- might. Yeah. Exactly. I probably you might will not surprise us. <laughs> all right. But based on our previous episodes, it seems like it's probably going to be down between me and Ragnar. Yeah. Uh, well, as far as who the last man standing is going to be, right? We'll just have to see. Start drinking your liquor, boys. Yeah. So your talent is up. It, it, it broke us. I think it made us more willing to accept. Yes. All right. right. I, I do have a question yeah. about the casting because I'm gonna I'm actually gonna compare it to another casting in another movie called Gettysburg. Okay. The casting in this was any of the actors related to any of the cast members? As far as I know, no. Okay, because what that's why I was trying to think the of because actual, you know, the actual weird fucking writer. Point. No, yeah, well was, the reason why you remember Gettysburg, uh, uh what's his name? Um he's actually God related to him. Or no, Robert Duvall played him in uh Gods and Fathers. And he's actually related to General Lee. That's why I was wondering if they... Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's actually yeah, related no. to him to the point where he actually got, got to play him. I think it's Robert Duvall. I don't think it's... Okay. Um, no, uh, the actual writer of the, the screenwriter? Yeah, I remember you telling uh, me about that. The yeah, writer he, who he, played Lee? Huh? You think who played Lee? In Gettysburg. Uh, that was uh, Martin Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen, but I don't think it was him. I think it was Robert Duvall in Gods and Fathers. Because Robert Duvall played it, and he's actually related to General Lee. That's so so they actually got a... a yeah, Duvall, I'm not seeing listed in uh, Gettysburg. He was in Gods and Fathers. He was in the sequel. There's a sequel to Gettysburg. I'm sorry, that's fucking part weird. Two. Yeah, it's like five hours Gettysburg, long. part two. The, the Battle of Gettysburg wasn't bloody enough. Part two. Or God, no, it's not, not Gods and Fathers. Gods and Generals. Sorry, Gods and Generals. No, I understand. I understand why people Gettysburg, say part two would be like... That's a sequel, but it yeah. seems really... The Battle it's, of, it's, it's, it's like the Battle of Yorktown, really but that's flipped, up. Well, What I was right? going by is that that's why I wanted to ask if any of the cast members if, in your yeah, research... Yeah, no, the actual screenwriter himself, um, his grandfather was in world war ii so like he so i mean he was never so he has some sort of ties in it you yeah know, from his grandfather no i'm sure he can you go know. through like family uh diaries and stuff like that to get yeah. the that, that's really cool that somebody because i remember me and you were talking about that and you saying how how the accuracies in this i think uh, you and snow were talking about it to me and everything saying how 
it has somebody who who wrote the movie is actually a family member was yeah. in that part of Midway. That, yeah, the whole. Uh, he was um, actually he was uh, the writer's grandfather was a architect for uh, the ships. Oh no shit! Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So cool. okay, hold on. Um, Does that mean he? So he didn't serve. He was who, the writer. Writer's Sorry, grandfather. So, I mean, so you say an architect of ship. No, no, that, no. That makes me uh, think. No, 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 no. He wasn't. No, he no. The art. The writer's grandfather did serve in the navy in this uh, time period. Okay, I'm sorry. When you say writer's art, you know, grandfather was an architect. To me, architects aren't traditionally actually serving. They're no. more civilian. No, no, no. He was not a civilian. He was. Lieutenant Commander, I okay. believe. Am I wrong in though the No 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 that... no you're not wrong. You're okay. not wrong at all. No. They're they're more of a uh support or DOD. Yeah, which you know, I'm not taking away anything oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the, the the support staff or the civilian uh basically civilian enlisted. Yeah. I mean that's that's yeah. what the basic No, you're are. right. Um the support staff, uh just like you know, the carriers had their own support ships uh when you command a carrier you're also commanding uh everybody you know, else. all the other ships around yeah. you to support said carrier um and I, I i appreciate all the civilians and the civilian staff on those those ships those people that are around um and i just wanted to clarify because it doesn't feel like an yeah, architect yeah, yeah. should be a uh, a military uh, ranking it should be more of a civilian no 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 interpretation. i know no, I've, I've, i know what you're saying who, who did luke evans play what was his name luke evans he was the one that uh, said that i'm going to be peeling potatoes <laughs> oh mccluskey mccluskey yeah. yeah was uh was he how how would you guys feel about his acting he so he's actually a fucking really good actor in general you know i i, I would i would say he did a pretty good damn job because he was like my favorite character in the movie. I actually yeah. enjoyed him. You know who actually surprised me? Was Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, he's a good he, actor. Yeah, he surprised us. He, he, he should see his surprise the fuck out of me. Bruno, he surprised yeah. the fuck out of me. You know, that he actually showed more respectful respectful um, acting chops than um, like Harry Connick Jr., who yeah. will address in a future film. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a singer turned actor who's trying to enter the mainstream. Yeah, you ever seen the movie uh, Greatest of All Time, Goat? Yeah. About the haze, uh, college hazing yeah, or, yeah. or something like that? He yeah. was in that, and he yeah. was really good in that. He, he surprised me how believable he was. It, it didn't take away the fact that, yes, it's a Nick Jonas, okay, you know, a somewhat, quote-unquote, famous, you know, yeah, this singer. He played the role very re- well and respectfully, as yeah. to the character that he was embodying yeah um versus i mean just like many more you know yeah. a singer turned actress in her case it's normally um, that's been pretty in hollywood a lot of singers that have turned actors have become really really good actors uh you gotta think about I'm not gonna all. Say, all right no 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 i'm gonna say, say I, i'm gonna say i didn't say all i said I'm gonna say most because like will smith even though i i can't most stand him don't there's okay. been many he has There's very good few acting. will smith yeah. did wonderfully but then you have Madonna, who did garbage. All right, what did she you have? She was hot. No, she, she was hot. She hot. She was hot. And Dick she Tracy, was fucking garbage. I was gonna say you have Cher, her whole who is that. always going to be Cher, no yeah, matter she, what. She's an Oscar. Uh, yeah. I think she's an Oscar but winner. Did, I did she honestly deserve it? No, no, exactly. 
are you have people who have embodied roles Neil Diamond. that yeah neil <laughs> yeah what the fuck role did neil diamond he was in a, he was actually in a movie called the 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 uh singer the the singer or something like that and it's one of the worst rated exactly. movies of all time so once again most of these famous singers do not transition yeah you have the few like will smith yeah. who have transitioned to wonderful roles yeah um i'm it, sorry if i derailed the show guys i apologize no, no, it's fine it's I, fine. I feel like i, I derailed no, it no, i no. forgive you the whole show i think you want the whole show to go everywhere so i'll take it fuck it <sighs> all right the we're, force we're just trying to <laughs> go ahead and kill another bottom of lord <laughs> all right jepsons please go ahead and send us some more that'll be amazing Honestly, I would be so proud if, if we, we actually supported by a fucking anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who left over that much in a shot glass? Me. <sighs> You're a pussy. Yeah. Fuck you. Just that linger, man. Go. I fucking hate that linger. Linger there longer. No, the uh hate like when your daddy left. You're right. Hey, fucking, but, hey, you know what? I took a shot. Yes, you did. Nick Jonas did really play. He, really he did. did. He did he play did. a really good role in for his role. He here. did better than Ed and Screen. So yeah, I'm at, I'm gonna talk to I'm gonna fucking talk about his role and it, the accuracy of it itself. Yeah, because I, I, as far as we know, as far as historical accuracy, goes. as far as we know, yeah, the historical accuracy, yeah. That's that, what, it, and that's it all the thing. Like really that's all on. I can go off of uh, yeah. is historical accuracy. Yeah, accounts. we like so that that piece of shit that he fucking goddamn got captured with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Shit. So, oh, so, so there's is there him. proof that he was sunk with, him. That, sunk with yeah. that anchor. So, all right. Um, and honestly, what ships have extra anchors that I'm going to go ahead and fucking no, throw no, the no, first no, one all off? Right. So the could use a cannonball. No, all right. So real quick, the yeah, I was, I was, a I was curious about of that too. There's, uh, I mean, there's obviously huh. historical inaccuracies in the film, um, but there's a lot more accuracy than inaccuracy. I, I think what you're saying is basically there. It's an accurate way of they they portray it in a different way, but it's still the same way. You understand it, what I'm saying? It is. It yeah. is because there is in the Pearl Harbor raid. You see all the bombers and all the 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 planes, right? Yeah. The amount of planes in a tight formation like that it would not happen. Yeah. You know, no. it's it's uh, it's all for Hollywood. It's all for cinematography. It gets yeah. a lot of planes in a shot. Yeah. Um, and that, but and that's I will literally say, all they wanted to fucking no, do. No, I will. It's also just like say, Fury when they had so many uh, so many tracers. It, it looks yeah, good. But on no, 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 no. As far as Fury, you were going like a two round difference. As far as five, but seven. it makes a big difference. It, it is huge visually. difference. No, it but does. It but is, like that is it so minuscule. Yeah, but you know, compared and, to if this, you're looking at the big thing. Either way, it's all, all right. just about cinematic so looking better. It, it's fucked up. But in my mind, I've always my, my mother was born on December seventh, and oh I, no shit, yeah, it was, ah. but but not in that year. Years later, so but in my mind, I've. In order to remember my mother's birthday, I tie it to oh, there you Pearl go. Harbor Day. So you're you're talking about the difference between them. Well, also in Fury, you saw a bunch of American soldiers, you know, marching on like two yeah. or three foot. They would be a minimum of of about six feet apart. Sometimes even uh, three or four meters apart. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So I'm it's not, kind of the same thing. No, I'm not taking that away at all i'm not taking away what happened during any of the uh, of the european theater pacific theater of our uh our brethren 
but I'm also giving artistic license. I'm giving okay to what views best on camera. Um, okay, well, and it does. It does. It really. Be- it, it it does show some beautiful effects of the choices that were made by Roland Emmerich, and that's okay. But I mean, you didn't see really the thing. Wanted. The yeah. inaccuracies you I know. hear about about the battleship row. Yeah, and you see the planes flying between the ships. Yeah, and that, I could see that. You could see that because that's what I've read. That is that didn't really happen. That they did not fly. No, I no, ships that but low. I I could believe may not have been that low. Yeah, no, that you, was that right there. But was, I could a hundred percent believe those zeros were flying in, and they were fucking they were not continuing their ship. strafing runs between ships. But no, you shoot where the planes point. Yeah, I mean it's yeah it's no those, the, no the that was the that, thing too is that the. It, a lot of people um, were uh, picking it apart to the point to where their angles were wrong. The oh yeah, uh, their you know their their closeness to the other plane, their closeness to the ships were all wrong. Yeah, but you know? realistically, and, like, those but it ships looks the good way on they film. were they were parked that close. They were they, they, they were they always the ships are. were yeah. And the ships were. I'm going to hundred percent say that those those bombing runs, those runs, uh, those zeros were fucking doing. Was believable to me. As oh, somebody, absolutely. I mean, the whole <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yes, they may not be exactly degree wise complete. Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking believable. It feels right to me. Yeah. All right. Until they get fucked up. And then once those fucking zeros get fucked up, then they turn into fucking kamikazes. Yes. All right. Because most of the time, those zeros were not kamikazes. The, the one thing I did want to bring up, because uh, we were talking about the uh, the battleship row and everything else on the bombing sequence of Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I thought it was felt very, it felt I, more I real still, than the Pearl Harbor film. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> I can't say it felt real. It definitely felt more real. No, it felt more real than more, more real. real. So you're yeah. saying yeah. Midway is more realistic than the yes. Pearl Harbor. Yes, I would absolutely. Because that was the only thing that no, Pearl Harbor sequence had. A, per se. Or wait, are you talking about the Pearl Harbor movie? Or the Pearl Harbor movie had a better bombing sequence. That's basically the only good nope, thing about that movie. Nope, nope, nope. Really? Compared to Midway, no. All right. I mean, I, 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 as far I as feeling real to myself. Okay. No, I, I, I mean, that, that, as, that's good opinion. I'm just as, curious because I, I enjoyed. Veteran, I, and I, I cannot speak for Ragnar as a Navy veteran, but the the choices that were made in the Pearl Harbor sequence of Midway felt more accurate, felt more real, and it didn't focus on the bullshit that fucking goddamn Pearl Harbor fuckistan. Fuckistan? Yes, fuckistan. <laughs> <laughs> it pissed me off so much. It what? pissed me off so much. The uh, I, I honestly, if if any of y'all motherfuckers chose Pearl Harbor as the fucking goddamn film that we're doing, I would have given you all. The oh shit no, in the no, world. no, no! See, the thing is, I agree <laughs> exactly. with you one hundred percent. Pearl Harbor is a horrible piece no. of shit movie, but, but exactly. I thought the bombing sequence was no. done well versus Midway. I think the well the midway was not that long. Midway it was only fe- like five. No, it was only it, like less than ten minutes, and it didn't need to be long. I understand that because the movie's about it midway and not Pearl long. Harbor. But I don't but know. No, I, I don't know. It's just that what no, 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 felt no. So, right. true, and from a military aspect. And all honesty, I'm going to do shit more like Midway was than the Pearl Harbor film. 
because Pearl Harbor was I a am, fucking love story. It was. Oh yeah. It was I Titanic. am going to be attacking, during World War attacking, yeah. attacking in order to wreak the most havoc that I possibly can from the Japanese point of view. Yeah. And that's what they fucking did. Short of attacking the fucking oil refineries and the oil fucking stands that they yeah. had. All right. That's exactly what happened and what I would have done from a military but you know point of view okay are I, you honestly, slurring i am a little bit you are oh my, <laughs> this drunk. is a first time i think yeah, he's drunk i'm not drunk but i'm feeling good he's speaking a little cursive you know the one thing i love like i said earlier is that like it's historically accurate and the director did everything that he could to make every shot count it feel very real and yeah the thing is is that like the the planes in the the planes that were in the movie were not obviously in the condition to be flyable. No, you know, no. and same that goes with the carriers as well. Um, the carriers themselves um, they were not usable, and the reason being is that they were altered in the sixties to be able to accommodate the new modern. Um, Rightfully so. The new modern planes that were coming out, you know. What type of planes were they that uh, flew? It was an SBD Dauntless. The yeah, dive the, bomber. the the dive bombers. Yes, the ones where it had a uh, gunner on the bed, where it's basically two pilots, a gunner and a pilot. Correct. Yeah, you had yes. two crewmen. <laughs> okay. Totally Whoa! No, most, <laughs> I had it in my head too, no, and so, I totally fucking brain. So most fighters have two crewmen. <laughs> no. Not in that era. No, not in that era, but they developed into most fighters have right. had two crewmen. Since the 60s, once yeah. they started. Which is when they became modernized. Right. Yeah, um, which but- is what Ron was saying was that the carriers that they were showing had already been modernized, and they were trying to deal with the modernization, but kind of rewind back to when they were. Yeah. Yeah, so they did... Um, they didn't have. They couldn't use the um the carriers that were available still, because at the time they were still available. Mm-hmm. They were just in. They were in um the boneyards, yeah, and shit. And that's basically the Navy's version of your ship is going into storage. Yeah, you know. Well, the the Enterprise that's still here today, isn't it? Yes and no. Not the Enterprise that we're thinking from the film. It's been completely changed yeah. from... Okay, so there's been multiple Enterprises then? Yeah. Okay, see, I didn't know that. No, it's the... I don't know if it was a modified Enterprise. No, 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 no. no the one that's in the film... So the thing is, is that the director knew that he couldn't use anything, the planes or the carriers and everything. Yeah. So what he did was he actually had them built. He built... The uh, the Japanese carriers, the Enterprise, and the Hornet to eighty percent scale. Oh wow! And the same goes uh, the same goes with the Wait, plane. Do you think eighty percent scale on it's a still carrier? It's still huge. fucking gigantic. Eighty yeah. percent scale on a carrier, you're still looking at two oh. to three hundred yards. At, at fuck, at least. Yeah, depending you know. on the, uh, the 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 class. Yeah. that you're carrying. 
they're they're several football fields long yeah. and traditionally this i think they did and a really a good job of showing floating cities yeah yeah, yeah they, they, really they did a great job of showing in the beginning when the, you know the uh the different navy men doing the pt you know doing yep. the, the yeah. jogging around the uh, the edge of the carrier versus you having the pt going on in the center of the carrier they did an amazing job of showing the scale of how fucking big these fucking carriers were they are literally fo- floating cities how many uh how many planes can fit on those uh, it depends well, on it depends. what you're fighting on. Yeah. Okay. Depends on what's yeah. getting um, put on there and the um, uh, the arraignment. Yeah, because oh, okay. you got the Whirly Birds, you got the fucking you know the the, the modern day you know fighter jets, and a, uh, and a lot of them like the uh, the the Corsair uh, yeah. had yeah. folding wings and all that. Yeah. So it, it all depends you, you on have that. And that was the, the uh, during, during this time frame here. That was the uh, that was the first time they actually were able to utilize the. The folding, the folding wing. wings yeah. to make, Which, make, make, make a fuck ton more room. So fuck a, again, I, I talked about this earlier in the episode. You know, I, I was, I, I'm a big fan of aviation. Um, my, my dad was in the Air Force. Um, he uh, yeah, he um, he he was actually a uh, aircraft simulator mechanic, and he did actually fly in a uh, was it F-18 or F-16. I can't quite quite recall. Pick one. Um, there are huge fucking numbers that have been in the 16s. Huge fucking numbers. <clears throat> Well, he wasn't the pilot, so it wasn't an F sixteen. Anyway, anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> the uh, I, I was actually intrigued because I did not recognize the Dauntless right off the bat. That's why I was really intrigued that they uh, utilized a Daunt, uh, the SBD Dauntless, yeah, in this film as a a star player. Um, it was huge. huge. Oh, yeah. Well, the the thing is, huge. is that the 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 SBDs. What did, what did they call them uh, colloquially? Huh? What did they call them colloquially? What? The SBD. What do they usually call them? Cool. cool. S- the they, they called the, the collo- nickname for those yeah. birds. Slow but deadly. Why are you using SBDs. 50 cent words here, man? It's SBDs. Not that, what? <laughs> it's not that big of a fucking word. Anyway. Co- colloquially? Colloquially. Yeah, no. Is that a real word? That was yeah. the, it is a real word. The, uh, so so their SBDs <laughs> that he's referring to <laughs> was the equivalent of the World War II uh tens oh okay the, the warthogs yeah, yeah. They, they, they were they were um a max speed of only 255 yeah. miles an hour yeah. it's, it's um, shit that when you see them flying in the air you mentally cannot understand how they're flying yeah. fast enough in order to stay airborne yeah, yeah um, you have it, a, it's weird shit it's like you know for us you know our modern times the, the warthogs yeah when you see them fucking flying you can't they they race so fucking slowly you can't understand how are they staying in air and able to destroy what they're fucking doing we were so undergunned for so much of that war it is incredible undergunned as far as technological skill but not production level yeah well the downside of a lot of it is were the uh the torpedo bombers yeah Yes. Because they Fuck they those. even knew Fuck those. and everyone knew that the torpedoes were highly unreliable. Mm-hmm. Um, and they showcased that in in the scene. And they, they did. They showcased in in the in the movie a shit ton of fucking times. And I give yeah. them respect because for that that they showed the uh, uh, that yes, it is American war fighting film, quote unquote. But they showed the the, the fallacy. Yeah, that yeah. we we all carried with us um, at the time, and that that were untouchable. No, we are a hundred percent 
fucking touchable. Oh, absolutely. We are absolutely touchable. And we are just going, the only reason we won is because we are the, the, the constant bombardment of the fist on your throat. Yeah. And they did an amazing job of showing that. Pure that spirit of the fighter. Them. Exactly. Yeah. They That's all amazing it was. Job. They, they knew that the torpedoes weren't effective and they figured it out it was that when they fucking when they came in to uh drop the fucking torpedo in their water one of two things happened either the the prop got damaged upon entry or the um the the nose cone got damaged on upon entry yeah so you see it when they are fucking launched it's a perfect it's a beautiful fucking shot it was and it's going it's gonna fucking hit the goddamn target and bing, it just fucking bounces Bounce right off. It fucking bounces right yes. off We're of the fucking hull of the ship. Yes. Um, and it breaks and it, in half. But it, the fact that it showed that, and that, that gave me so much respect for the film, that's like, no, we are not being 100% goddamn pro-America. Yeah. We are telling a truth. Yeah. And we, we deal with that to this day of different armaments or different weapons. You figure uh, out what works and what yeah. doesn't, it, you know, you know. Brings yeah. me to what do you think about the submarine scene? So the submarine scene was actually pretty fucking cool. That's the the captain of that fucking submarine, and um, Being during the middle during of that all that fucking shit. time, oh. I I mean he had fucking cannonballs for fucking balls. Oh yeah, yes. all right, <laughs> he really did. I'm and just gonna like, slip I on respect, into the formation. I respect hey, the shit out of that fucking captain <laughs> that for shit got me so knowing. Hard. <laughs> that he is going into a depth charges being dropped all over the place. Yeah, he's and got fucking just, depth charges, and he's literally going in between every single fucking ship that is around him. And the shitty part is at periscope death. At periscope, oh. yeah. <laughs> Everybody fucking sees your ass. The <laughs> shitty part is he did not fucking lead his target. Yeah. No. You know, and and that was also with um in one of the other scenes as well in the movie. But I don't think he needed to. I so, really don't. The no, fact he really did need to yeah. if he was going to hit his target. So what I was getting that at, he was traveling, the speed that the target was traveling, you do not need to really lead where if you know where on that body of the ship that you're aiming for. I mean, if he, I, admit he didn't aim. It's where, a moving he, target. He, he, yeah, he didn't aim it. where it needed to be. But if I'm traveling at 140 miles per hour. Or whatever the knots equivalent is, um, and such a ship is also traveling at the same speed. You do not need to lead. You don't. You, I, th- I think the maximum cruise speed. I, 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 I like chose. I know that's knots, way off. Way off. And that's knots. what you know. Seventeen miles per hour times. You're about five times the amount. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, I want a submarine that can go that fast. But I, said, awesome. I pulled those numbers out of my ass. Yeah. But if you're traveling at relatively the same speed as your target, you do not need to lead them. Yeah. No, you don't need to lead them. You're, but, you're automatically traveling at the same speed, and thereby the, whatever round you shoot off is also going to be traveling at the same speed and in the same direction, and so you don't need to lead them. So I felt that he he fired based on mathematically the correct equations he did unfortunately he was already spotted he was so it was a rush word, shot. word already got to out yes. to yeah. the, no, to the target ship so when they turned yeah. i, I no, think you're 100% like, I said, right. like i said when if if he had led just a little 
I think he would have been able to hit it. But then you're basing on the fact of knowing the knowledge that he's already been seen, that they didn't know yeah. the knowledge, and you're doing the Monday Night Quarterback. And, and, shit. So yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm, that that's what that yeah. would be. It'd I'm be gonna fucking take, Monday Night Quarterback. I'm going to take yeah. over I mean, here you can't real really quick. Do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, it doesn't matter what speed you're traveling at. If you are going this way and your target is going this way, you still have to perpendicular to you. You still have to lead that. But target. you're not doing it perpendicularly. You weren't doing perpendicular. You're thinking a front I, a, a front shot. It wasn't a front shot. It was an aft shot. And it, in order to thereby lead, in order to travel the same speed that your target is currently traveling at you do not need to lead them you don't you, either you way are both traveling in the same direction what? at the same speed this way you cancel each other out and your target your your round is traveling at the same direction the same speed as said target either way that's not what i was getting at is for the movie that scene while it was badass and i love the balls that this man had it didn't add anything to the movie, I think. I think it, it added more. It added, it so are you saying it's just like that Doolittle do no, scene? No, because I'm saying the uh, because most people, for some reason, they, it, they it when they picture a carrier, in. so a carrier does not travel by itself. A carrier yeah. has a support staff. A carrier has several other ships that it is traveling. If with. there is a carrier outbound, then it's going to have, I believe, it's eight support uh, support ships. With it. Minimum, depending um, on. Yeah, that's you'll why have, they say you'll have a frigate, a cruiser, yeah. a destroyer, a sub. Yeah, I think all two right. destroyers, two frigates. All right, so you're going to have all these fucking support vehicles going with you um, in order to best take care of what the situational needs that you need to do those subs they weren't they were attached to carriers uh-huh. they were the reason i say what i what i say is because we saw him fire a shot that didn't do anything and then he just continued trying to and that's what's going to happen and that's fine i understand where they they paid 100 percent. that's what's well, going to happen like you were saying with the torpedoes they were yeah. acknowledging that you know not all of our shit worked next so, ragnar what do you think <laughs> <laughs> hold on this is a ragnar show no no yeah, no, no i mean that's you're, why you're, I asked you're him. right you're right i mean it's it, i think that's a a pivot, I, felt I think it's a pivotal scene i yeah. think it's a good scene to add in there more so than even doolittle's uh, bomb, bomb, bombing, but I think I, I, think, uh, I, see, think I, both, I, do, I don't understand right there. But see, and I think both understand? of those scenes though are actually very important in different ways. You it know? felt like a shout out instead of part of the story. It it shows you that it's not just surface and air, right? Everything also happens underwater. Yeah, you know. So as minimal as that little scene was with the sub. It's still very important. I would just look for that information from a documentary, not you know, a movie. Right. But that well gave me I mean, credit that this was one of the support vehicles to the carrier, to the Enterprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this case, and it 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 fit much better than Doolittle's bombing ray. Yeah. You you have the um, the dive bomber, the kamikaze scene. Yes. Yeah. Can you play that real quick? What the hell is he doing? He's turning himself into a bomb. So that there is actually a very important scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, It shows how different the Japanese fight compared to the Americans. Absolutely. And it's a very accurate scene. Historically accurate in the fact of uh, the the man, uh, Bruno Guido, actually fucking shot down this bomber. 
coming into the carrier. Yeah, him jumping into that fucking gunner's seat. Yeah, yeah. That that's fucking, fucking balls amazing. right there. No, that's that. That's that brave. Goddamn yeah. fucking See, Medal me, of Honor, I, Purple I, Heart, fucking level worthy <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's badass. But at the uh, same time, I have to say that when I was watching that scene, I thought to myself, "Why isn't everybody doing that at the same time?" Okay, I because will say flat out from being in similar situations. They're freezing or. Yeah, it yeah. is an it is an emotional toll that wrecks on everybody in that direct environment, and that's why the military will give honors to the people who, in that type of adversity, will do what needs to be done. They Fucking will step take up to the their plate. time and say no. This person has stepped up. This person has right. earned the Navy Cross. Yeah. This person has earned the Medal of Honor. This per- it, it, I mean, we've all been injured in some way, shape, or form who served in a wartime environment. Uh, we don't all walk away with the fucking Medal of Honor. No, we don't all no. walk away with, with a Purple Heart. Not at all. It is something that is above and beyond, <clears throat> and we take that time to recognize their actions whether you you live through it or whether you didn't the the military will take their time to honor that individual who has gone above and beyond the call of duty in order to best take care of their surroundings no i i only thought thought that because you know i've been in particular Mm -hmm. situations myself and looking back on it i just recognize that the first thing i i think of in that shit is okay where's the nearest tool for me to do some shit about it yeah um and but then how many other did. people froze well the nearest tool moment. is the fucking tail gunner <clears throat> yeah to right do the fucking job and yeah. how many people and, and I, I guess you're anyway. right only you, the tail gunners are used to doing that through, so they think already oh there's an engagement where's my tail gun well no because he's not a tail gunner oh no, that's right he's, he's not, a machine he's not, machi- he's a uh, machinist, mate. machinist mate yeah Third box, you have the time. that other clip for me, right? Yeah. Yeah, hit that real quick. That's the bravest damn thing I think I've ever seen. What's your name, son? Bruno Guido, sir. Guido. Aviation okay. machinist mate, third class. Well, Bruno, you are now an aviation machinist mate in first class. And that's fucking awesome. I, it is. Um, it really awesome. it's, an honor, it really, it's an honor to it do. It really is. Field promotions like that are just <laughs> like, like ooh. I mean, you're going from an E4 to an E6. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, like and, that. But also, know. I'm just like, all right, just speaking as an listen man, to me, I, I, and I, I served with many wonderful E6s, yeah. um, but when I got out, I was an E4 who was already selected for E5. I wouldn't have wanted my E6 to have known less about the actual job than what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> right. I was like, all right, all right, you can bump him up a few ranks. Okay, good. But now everybody who's beneath him is looking to him for fucking leadership uh-huh. about their job, and he doesn't know shit more than yep. they do. Yeah, I'm like, eh, yeah. might as well just bump it up to an E7 <laughs> at that point. <laughs> right, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, E6s are more, a lot more fucking hands on and being able to turn to for your fucking questions yeah. than an E7 is. Yeah. You know, he, like, the best part is that, and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the shit that I'm going through that I'm talking about is all factual stuff. It is. So this gentleman here 
actually did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and he actually this did. bomber actually hit the fucking plane he was in. Yeah. And it's fucking hanging off. And it's like, I love how. What the fuck was fuck that? What was that? That was a burp. I tried Into to turn the away. fucking mic. No, I turned away. No. He did turn away. I did. I, I heard did it. Turn no, away. We heard that I, shit. I did. It was deep. I, I watched I did turn, turn away. away. I heard I that. I tried to be away mic. from you the mic. You want to call it? I did try to turn away from the mic. It. I'm sorry it was deep, so fucking deep that it still reverberated. That was a strange sounding burp. Yeah. That was absolutely a burp. I did turn away 100%. All right. All right. I mean, if you want to call it, call it. But I would, I, I would let that turn pass. away. I would let that pass because he he, he did he did his due diligence. It just didn't quite work. Yeah, out but I, I I opened the bag away from the mic and everybody gave me shit. <laughs> for Sir, it. that is not due del- due diligence. That's me grabbing a bag of fucking uh, chips and all up. Or you know that's, that's loud as shit well, anyway. If you want to call it, call I, for a vote. I'm not calling it. Why are you scared? Because I know it's going to lose. Are you scared? He also, he also no, I know it's going to lose. He also didn't uh, hold the headset away from mm-hmm. him trying to keep it. Going. No, I was holding my <laughs> mic off my head. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then, if you want to yeah. call it, call it. Nah, we're good. Okay. All right, then. The um, You know, when you see in the movie with uh, Bruno's character, when they're fucking taking off in the carrier, right? And he's got his arms out. Yeah. Um, you know, he's... Uh, like I mean, he's happy. He's he's up in the air. He's fucking enjoying life till up until this point. They actually get shot down. You see them floating in their rescue raft. Yeah, they saw they saw the ship out in the uh, distance and asking yeah. if it was American or Jap yeah. Japanese. And you see him get you see him get captured and everything like that. It's um, fucking rough. They're they're fucking held for uh, two weeks. And in the movie, it makes it seem like it's very short. Time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was two weeks. So he was a prisoner for two weeks before. Yeah, before they. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Them. I had no idea. Um, of that. So normally, I can speak for myself that normally, like enlisted personnel, they have a lot more fucking balls than officers do. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, because most of the time, they're like, if we're the ones in charge. I will say most officers. Most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most. most. I have. I've served with some that. Yes. They're. <laughs> I have had. The those are the ones that went serving. from enlisted to officer. No, 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 I no, will, no, no really. No. I will hundred percent. No. I will say. So again, limited military experience. So one of the the rec- uh, requirements of Air Force uh, as an officer, you go through the three different generalized MOSs. You go through. Um, you know electronics you go through boots on the ground you go through intelligence um the butter bar that i had last served under um he got his fucking degree in uh journalism and we were electronics group okay and he came out flat out said he's like listen i don't know what the fuck y'all are doing i have no fucking understanding uh what the fuck y'all are doing so I'm going to trust you guys. You guys come to me and tell me what the fuck y'all need, and I will make it happen. But beyond that, don't fucking question me because I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. At least he's honest. <laughs> I'm like, yes, honestly, fuck, no. yes. He's like, trust that is the your fucking best E7, fucking LT ever. your E8s. 
trust them because they are the fucking hands-on fucking masters yeah yeah no, I'm, I'm here for that that is the best <laughs> yeah. fucking lt you can ask for exactly though. like hey guys i'm new i'm not about to start throwing, swinging my dick around I, yes i kind of get uh and if i say some shit gave, we're all gonna die we gave everything we possibly could underneath that fucking butter bar yeah even though he was the oic because of the fact that he respected yeah. our enlisted men he knows Absolutely. his limitations enough uh that he was like yes all right then we will do everything we can to make him look good because he we know he will do everything he can to s- protect our lives yeah yeah, yeah no, all right there, uh, and that's what we're a, there for there was an lt on base uh oh well um in a previous experience of mine where um he kind of he was fresh and yeah. um it was very much so uh hey uh, you know they called officer on deck and he goes no 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 um <laughs> we're not gonna we're not going to start doing that. Um, if you guys could just let me know how things function around yep. here, um, then we can talk. But until until then, can can we just not do this? And yeah. and, and he, you know, the, the some of the guys that were, you know, they were in there for like six years. Yeah, you know, they were very much so. Yep. No, I can respect that. That's cool with me. And freaking took him under his under their wings. Like that was a very new experience yep. for me. Yeah. I know when, uh, so I was serving um, when 9-11 happened, and I was in the Air Force, and they had a term when, all right, you got to get everything fucking ready to go on deck. Um, Every fucking aircraft needs to be ready to fucking be war worthy, Um, and that was term Red Bull. Everything, all right, we got a Red Bull, everything needs to fucking go now. All right, um, because we don't know where the fucking, where, where we are deploying, where we're fucking going, but everything needs to be fucking ready to go now. Around the time of 9 11, we are, our, our base switch hands. The, the next incoming officer who took over the base, um, he came in and, uh, he took over and the shop I was in was the classified shop. Part of classification is not only, uh, you know you know top secret you know secret classified but also need to know that what goes with classification is not only do you have to have a top secret clearance but you also have a deed to know yeah um so the general came in and technically he didn't have a need to know yep exactly what the fuck we were doing um he may have had classification but he didn't have a need to know so he came into our thing he's like all right i need to come in and see what's going on no you don't yeah, you need to stand right there to we <laughs> cover everything up. Yeah, because right? you don't have a need to know. <laughs> you don't need to know how the fucking fucking pancakes are made. You, you don't. <laughs> All right? Just know the pancakes. You are don't made, need you know? the secret yeah. sauce. All right. Um. So he, you know, he he had to wait there. Uh. While our, I think it was an E two or an E three at the time was standing <laughs> at the fucking door playing fucking fire <laughs> duty, and he's like, nope. Uh, sorry general you need to stand right there yeah. general uh, yeah <laughs> yes I'm sorry. yeah it was it was ridiculous <laughs> it was ridiculous but he needed to wait until our shop was ready for him to come in to see what was what, what the secret sauce we made yeah. uh because we had so many things we had to cover up and everything like that and that was how much uh, therapy did that E2 need? Like <laughs> He was super stressed was, out. That he man was, was fucking sweating. <laughs> but when uh, when that one star came in, he's like, all right, what's going on here? I'm like, we're doing our job, sir. He's like, what are you doing? 
we're doing our job. <laughs> and that we couldn't be too no, explanative of what we're that's doing. It's just fucking funny to me. What like thinking about this little E two that's probably you know not exactly. even started shaving yet. And he's yeah. just like sweating bullets. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll give all respect to the world. That general, he was very respectful. He was understanding. Yeah, that's cool. He that's understood cool. Yeah. that you know classification came with need to know, and technically, he did not meet the requirements of need to know of right. our duties yeah. yeah the fact that this officer was treating us with such respect as lower ranking enlisted folk um not only the e7s e8s e9s uh that were in the shop but it's also the e2s nothing. e3s the e1s like an airman first class yeah, just sitting exactly there. <laughs> he he treated us with such respect for what we were doing it went a long way it really did. It meant a lot to us enlisted folk, but also recognizing that the higher ups and not just the, you know, the, the butter bar, like I said, was in yeah. charge of the shop, but the, you know, all the way up to the 07s, 08s, 09s, yeah. uh, they recognized that what we did, even though we didn't have a fucking college degree, uh, matter. And were a valuable part of the the total war fighting situation that we yeah. were a part of. So in the movie, um, you see when the uh, the bombers are getting shot at, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see the bombers like when they're hit. The Japanese yeah. bomber, bombers coming through. No, are the U.S. No, no, the U.S. bombers. The, yeah, right. Okay. When they're getting shot, right? And the and you see them coming down. They're getting shot down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of when you see them missing the fucking carriers by like oh inches by a fucking cunt hair? Yes, you know, yeah. Fucking, how, how do you think? How real to me? It really did. Like, were you were you yelling at the fucking screen? Yes. I, no. I know yeah. it felt so. It was like real. every single time because every single time it looks like they were about to aim for it, then all of a sudden they just go right off to the side. No, there's, there's go right so down the much water. math involved. Nope. With with the, the <clears throat> dropping of those fucking rounds and the bombs, it it felt so real to me. It, yeah. it, it are you, truly did. Wait, it are you, are you talking about when the plane went down and missed? Yeah, the plane missed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't screaming at that at all. No. No. Whether it's the plane or the armament. The armaments. Yeah. No. That that no, was the ar- no the armament. Really I wasn't yelling at either. Though, because but like you think about you, how I mean oh, they're missing by like this fucking much. Okay. No. Because so think know, about how the, realistically wide those those ships that they were aiming at no yeah, yeah but you don't think that, that they were still doing it for more of a need that they were traveling at yeah but you don't think they're trying to do it more of like a edge of your seat entertainment type yeah, of a so, window so those it carriers, may have been but that, that's I, no, I feel like they're not i feel like they were putting a little bit more like trying to make it more dramatic no. trying to, so that Jeff, I, I, I seriously think so. how believable it was because if, if you're traveling at hundreds of miles per hour that's what those aircraft were. Yeah. Before they 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 open up their fucking their doors. All right. They're gonna be right on. And they. You know all right. What? Those and every one of those at around crafts yeah. were traveling at that. So thereby, every round they were tra- driving at were traveling also hundreds of miles yeah. per hour. Yeah. You know, in that same direction. So. So mathematically, you're trying to think. All right, I got to drop this here versus here yeah because you drop it here then you're missing the target completely all right and so that's why the fact they were able to get so close uh with those rounds that they were dropping was still 
mathematically amazing. Yeah. Because you were, like you said, a cunt hair away. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. In your in, in your thing. Yes, it, it made great film. It did. But also hundred percent believable. That's why when they were doing those bombing raids and the in the future film what we were doing, uh Memphis Belt. Yeah. They were they were so focused on precision. Yep. Because so, all right, just because I can see the target doesn't mean this is where I drop the target. Yeah, no, that's no. something that we're actually gonna talk no, about I, in an episode. I got I got I had two problems with the uh, with the bombing run there. Um, one, if you're going after the carrier, you're going to strafe uh, longitudinally along with the fuse, with the hull of the or the lengthwise yeah. of that ship. Um, you because you have more, dis- you have more yeah, exactly more of the ship to use. You have a drop length, um, and you're going to want to maximize that along with the, the ship. But does it ever make you wonder if you if they actually dropped bombs going the other way around, going against on the side of the ship? Um, probably happened, and somebody probably got fucking reamed for it. Um, but also keep in mind when you're traveling. Um, but what I was, and I'm speaking from an aircraft standpoint. Um, Yes, the, the longer amount that you're traveling across the the ship, so that you're starting longitudinally versus latitudinally. Um, We're talking about the, World War II. You know, dumb nose bomb. Um, the longer you're traveling, you're also in the longest amount of potential fire range of the the guns. If that you're they coming have up on ra- no, if you're coming up on a ship and you are coming up on its broadside, yeah. you are maintaining risk longer than you would be if you're coming on the broadside no you're not because uh all those ra- all those yeah. uh f- no all those fucking uh you know anti-aircraft guns that they were having are along were uh, were 180 degree fucking rotationally availability so if i'm traveling from nose to stern all right then thereby i am now in the that that potential fucking fire of well, the entire 180 degrees the reason that I it say is that, able to travel so the reason i say what i am do, i wrong ragnar that those guns are able to travel minimum 180 degrees no you're not wrong they are yes yeah. they are usually able to exp- to a travel in 180 degrees of right. Ver- so However, if, if i'm coming through at 600 miles per hour 400 miles per hour yes. 300 miles per hour whatever you have the thing, ex- you have are a- your your best chance is to travel over the freaking you still know not the correct. width still not correct because if you're coming up broadside you have all broadside guns aa guns that can that can engage you along with other targets yes that are close you're to you. absolutely right if you're but coming then in also long ways, you're counting on them being able to actually coming, make contact right. with the target leading you at three four five six hundred miles you're missing per hour it, man you're missing it no you're not because of the fact that i know for a fact <laughs> having been in the hot fire situation that it is a difficult situation to lock target with uh, a, a a a a vehicle that is traveling at that speed okay. and lead them accordingly uh versus because if i if i'm shooting from the ground to the air at that much mileage above me at that many yards above me and mathematically then have to lead them at the speed that they're going it is much more difficult to en- engage with a target that is coming straight on than it coming the, uh, than a target that is coming you know laterally to me i am much more able to laterally lead a target than directly lead a fucking target speed wise well everybody's entitled to their opinion okay well what i was originally getting at is i wasn't really uh up you know all tense about it because 
you don't know what's going through the pilot's mind when he's getting shot down coming mm-hmm. coming down toward the pl- toward the the ship. You know, if he wanted to just try and take it out himself, yeah, cool. Um, if not, totally respect that. I'd rather you know. Sometimes you need to know when to run from a fight to come back another time. No, disagree. Well, that that's pretty much where I was trying to get with it. Is you know, if do you think they should have uh, tried a little bit harder? No, you know, not run from a fight, but live through a not fight. Knowing, but, based um, on the available intel they had at the moment, they did the best job yeah. they could. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that can Absolutely. be agreed. You know the uh, when Bruno and uh, Ensign O'Flattery got shot down and they got captured, and I believe you have that for me. You tell us your ship, or we throw you overboard. Cigarette. You know, I had a lot of friends at Pearl Harbor. So how about you go fuck yourself? Yeah, this was a... uh, I love this fucking scene. I yeah, really it was did. no it, it, it's like it America. goddamn amazing yeah. right there you know this because it it felt so like, right it really fucking did yeah you know and the thing that a lot of people don't understand and realize is that this wasn't just done in uh like they got captured today and they were thrown off today right you know um him and the pilot were held captive for two weeks at the end, obviously, you just heard the clip. They were uh, interrogated and asked, you know, where's your fleet? So, hey, fuck you. Did the other guy cave in, though? I, they didn't no. directly state that's the thing I That's the thing I couldn't figure out. They implied it heavily. Because it, yeah. that's what I was trying to think, because they, they never said what happened. They implied it. Yeah, yeah they heavily. never said they implied. But from what I've read, um, he didn't. Well, hold on. From what I've read... They threw him overboard, anyways. Which was so a way, I don't know. So nobody really knows. He was gonna die no matter what. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just the but, way the movie made it just made it out to be that he was a coward and he was about to cave in. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, what? And then they, they didn't show anything, so you don't really know. Okay, yeah. that's like okay. But so they Ragnar, used, but they used an anchor. When did you? When did you swear in? Two thousand one, January when, January of. Uh, January second, two thousand one. Okay, so you were still prior to nine eleven. Um, yeah. All right. There's like I, I also was prior to nine eleven. I was September of two thousand. Um, mentally, I went in when I swore in, is knowing realistically every twenty years or so, America gets into the shit. Yeah. Um, and I knew at that time we were past due. Yeah, yeah I remember you bringing this up on the Black Hawk Down episode. Yep. Um, and, but I still chose mentally to go in and to swear in my service, um, that knowing that we are past due historically for this shit to happen. Yeah. Um, no way I could have predicted fucking goddamn, you know, sand fucking jockeys to fucking come in and and punch us in the mouth. Um, but they did. And so, but I was prepared for my service. Um, that's why I was asking Ragnar, uh, cause I didn't know if he was pre or post 9-11 i do know a lot of people signed up post 9-11 mm-hmm. to support the country um so like that but 
it, it, it always fascinated me is the, the mentality of the people who signed up pre versus post because most of a lot of the people that i that i talked to that i served with who were pre 9-11 were anti-war mm-hmm. uh they were just signing up for the college benefits yeah. and shit like that they weren't mentally prepared for the shit storm they were going to be getting into exactly i i served a lot better i had a lot more uh more in depth or more connection with the people who signed up post 9-11 than a lot of the people who signed up pre 9-11 yeah um because of the fact that they went in going all right we are at war now um it didn't matter who we are at war with quote unquote um but we are now an active engagement um and it's a lot rare and i don't know if your uh your actions and reactions as far as who you served with words was from a similar point of view it's pretty similar um you know i i joined i served i joined in january 2001 so i you know it was definitely you know pre 911 and i know a guy i know a bunch of people and a bunch of guys and uh females that joined after 911 and their mentality is to- their their mentality was totally fucking different yeah. than anybody that um was already in and anybody that joined you know around the same time and whatnot and their their mentality was like well this shit already happened to us and so now we need to go on the offensive for it. So I'm a join and I'm a support my country and, you know, serve and do what I need to do. The people prior to, if, you know, I mean, you were in 2000, I was in 2001. Yeah. Very few, you know, I mean, a small difference, very couple yeah. months. And, uh, so like our, our mentality, I think may have been roughly around the same mm-hmm. and the people after us are definitely way fucking different the people before us uh probably give or take maybe five years i want to say maybe yeah uh is would be different than when we joined absolutely you know like i said just imagining i i i'm trying i always try to walk back to my mentality before 9 11 of us being actually punched in the fucking mouth yeah directly you know u.s side uh the way we were at nine eleven, um when most of the time up until that point we may have been fucking hit but we were always in another country or yeah. doing other shit like that the fact of getting hit stateside was almost unimaginable yeah it really was um and the fact that what it did to the american psyche um and especially our military brethren um of being attacked on our own soil and what it riled up inside of us the way i can only imagine pearl harbor yeah you know did it riled up it woke that sleeping well, yeah, no, giant pearl harbor was have. basically well because 9 11 and pearl harbor are very well exactly compared to be the only the difference is a lot of people civilian joined. versus military yeah, yeah a it, lot of it, people joined the military yeah. after pearl harbor because they wanted to fight for their country because yeah. and that which is understandable 100 percent. but yeah. also uh pearl harbor it was still 
a military target. Yeah. Right. It really, truly was. It still followed. It was a huge hit to America. It was. Absolutely. I'm not never going to ever take that away. But the fact that I, I, I will always say 9-11 was more of a black eye to America than Pearl Harbor was just because the fact it was a civilian target versus a military target when you attack our military it's one thing when you attack our civilian populace that is an entirely different fucking beast the one thing i really liked but it's also an inaccuracy in the film which there you know i mean there's there there are inaccuracies in this movie it, it has to be because it, it, it was it, it was sold a romanticized version. Yeah. What it was you know it, it's it, it does get Hollywoodized and everything, but like we were just talking about the uh, the Bruno Guido when he got captured. Was it Guido? I hate to say, but whenever I was looking at the credits, I was like, "Is that saying Bruno Guido?" <laughs> I mean, no, is he supposed no, to be it's so fucking Guido. Italian? It's pronounced it's Guido. Guido, but yeah, no, that's yeah. that's why I thought it was Guida. Instead, I was like, I can't, no, I thought the O. I'm like, is that no. Guido? Is this yeah, motherfucker saying no. goddamn his name is Guido? <laughs> now, the um, so they in the movie they tie him to an anchor and toss his ass overboard. That's so fucked. It's now that does happen, but tied to an anchor. How no. many fucking anchors does a goddamn ship normally have? Hold on. So that did actually happen during that period with um with uh. Japanese POWs, wh- whoever they captured. The inaccuracy of it is that they use an anchor. The accuracy portion of it is they would actually tie your ass to fuel drums. And I can believe that. And then toss you overboard, and then you're going to fucking sink. And yep. So that was Hollywoodized. That was, yes. Yeah. Um, A fuel so, drum filled with fuel? Yeah. They're just going to waste fuel? If you think about it, a fifty-five gallon, a fifty-five drum gallon drum ain't shit. I mean, compared to a ship, that is, I guess, what you get an extra sixty, seventy-five seconds worth of fucking goddamn movement. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just it feels like you're still wasting. Uh, it is, but resources. the yeah. real to me negligible. Yeah, yeah, to me versus throwing out an anchor, which that took me right out of. Yeah, it. no, it I'm did. Like, eh, it did. That didn't seem right. Yeah. And that, you know, when I was looking everything up and everything, it was that portion there was done for Hollywood. The accurate, the accurate portrayal of it would more or less be you're getting tied to fuel drums and then they will toss you over. And, and then you're obviously still equally fucking sinking. Oh, yeah. you're, you're fucking screwed no matter what. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that's gotta be so bad. But his fucking, but his balls. Oh my God. For it. You he know, knew he knew he was gonna die. He didn't give a fuck. Fucking huge. Yeah. You know asking for that fucking cigarette. Yeah. That oh was. yeah. I just want it's one more fucking puff and fuck you, asshole. Love um, it. Um especially considering he had friends who perished oh, yeah. on that fucking day. Absolutely. And, and he said that flat out. You know? Fuck you guys. Yeah. I loved it. I want to talk about the casualties of everything. Um starting we're going to go to the very beginning of everything. We're going to go back to Pearl Harbor on this one. The uh, the casualties for everyone, so everyone understands the uh, the, uh, the impact of this. 
is that 2,404 military and civilians were killed during the bombing. Uh, 1,177 killed on the Arizona alone. Jesus fuck. And 68 civilians on the Arizona, which is still it feels so which low is still buried. Comparison. It does. It does. Um, 64 Japanese were killed, one taken prisoner. 15 naval personnel received the Medal of Honor on that day. 51 received the Navy Cross. In the encompass of, uh, I'm sorry, of the Pacific War. Uh, the casualties for the Japanese were four air- aircraft carriers, one cruiser, 320 planes, 3,000 sailors and airmen. On the American side, one aircraft carrier, one destroyer, 150 planes, 317 sailors, airmen, and marines. Now, here is the the strength comparison. The U.S. side... Three fleet carriers, seven heavy cruisers, one light cruiser, 15 destroyers, 233 carrier-based aircraft, 127 land-based aircraft, 16 submarines. And we're talking about just the Pacific just the, Fleet. Just the Pacific Fleet strength. Prior or post 9-11? Or post um, <laughs> Pearl Harbor. During. So this would be in- encompass. So it'd be post. We'll go post. Okay. So we'll go post. Um, So that there is for the U.S., all right, for the American side. The Japanese had uh, four fleet carriers, two battleships, two heavy cruisers, one light cruiser, 12 destroyers, 248 carrier-based aircraft, 16 float planes, 13 submarines. And then the casualties were... On the U.S. side, one fleet carrier sunk, one destroyer sunk, 150 aircraft destroyed, 307 killed, including three killed as prisoners. The casualties for the Japanese were four fleet carriers sunk, one heavy cruiser sunk, one heavy cruiser damaged, 248 aircraft destroyed, 3,057 killed. So this... The it, look at the fucking numbers of it, and I love it because it shows the determination, the will, the strength of us as an American people during this time frame. Especially yeah. talking about what we were saying earlier of us being so technolo- technologically behind yeah. the adversary. Yeah, yeah. Still taking this v this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean, you, if you look at the fucking numbers, they destroyed damn near everything in Pearl. We still laid the heaviest fucking blow after that fucking, after we got hit. Admiral Nimitz stated that he wants the Japanese to know what it feels like to get fucking hit yes. in the face. Yeah. You know, and going by the, going by those numbers, it's an accurate statement that you got hit in the fucking mouth by Mike Tyson. Yeah. You know, (laughs) because uh, I mean, a good quote by Mike Tyson, everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face. Fuck. Yeah. You know, Japanese had a fucking plan. You didn't. They got hit in the fucking face. You didn't use his accent. I'm sorry. I can't, I I can't reach that fucking high, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get that fucking high. (laughs) Everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth. 
you know, the uh, we had uh, <laughs> oh fuck. So the you know I know I know we were talking earlier about the aircraft that were involved. Uh, we had nineteen Douglas SBD Dauntlesses, uh, seven F four F three Wildcats, <clears throat> seventeen Vought SB two U Vindicators. Those are awesome planes. Twenty one Brewster F two A Buffaloes. 17 B-17 bombers, the Flying Fortress. Yes. Four Martin B-26 Marauders, and those are the ones that were with torpedoes. Yeah. And, you know, we touched on the fact of how inaccurate and unreliable the torpedo systems were. Right. You know, um, during this whole time frame, 18 of the 47 dive bombers were lost. Like, that's a, to me, like, that's a very... In the movie, you kind of see how they, when they're diving down for their dive run, for their bomb runs. You got to be brave to do that, too. Yeah, you know. That takes some serious Because you're going balls. against all those those anti-air guns. Uh, yeah, it uh, does. Going right against you and everything else. And you're basically running through firepower to bomb the ship, to yeah. lay that bomb on the ship. So. And for the layman who is not entirely uh, learned on what AA fire is all, all those black puffs you were seeing were basically they're shrapnel gra- grenades flak yeah they're the yeah. flak it, it's shrapnel grenades sh- uh firing off at a particular altitude it's, yep. it's not supposed to hit you it's supposed to go off around you and tear through you yeah yep and at, that is fucking terrifying i think in most of these planes because actually it's something i'm going to be talking about in our next episode uh we're made out of aluminum so yeah, it would exactly. cut right through and just damage these planes easy yep yeah and that's the that, that's what their job was. I yep. mean, that's what the job. It was the, essentially an anti was. Uh, an anti personnel weapon. Yeah, for the air. The uh, you know, I know we touched on the uh, the Doolittle raid earlier. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, and I know you guys said it wasn't a very important part of the movie, but is I still think it was. But I think it's a good part of the movie. But I also think it's a very important part of the whole Pacific Fleet front. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Um, Absolutely. Now the. Despite the ineffectiveness ineffectiveness of the raid dealing damage to the Japanese, um, it actually showed that mainland Japan was vulnerable to U.S. attacks. Yes, you know, and it didn't deal as much damage that um, that they were really expecting. But given what they had to do and what they had to work with, I think they actually did a really good job because it was more of a morale boost. And the cool thing about the whole fucking Doolittle raid is that the um, all of the personnel involved with it survived except three. So only three actually died. Considering there, how there many craft they had to abandon. Yeah. Due to lack of fuel, that that's fucking amazing. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they were sacrificing those. They were sacrificing basically themselves, even though a lot of them made it through. But they were sacrificing those planes such as they can give Japan, you know, a punch, yeah. a, a basically yeah. a ball punch, like punching the balls Fuck after yeah. what they did, which they well deserved. Absolutely, they did. You know, and the uh, the it's a the cool thing mental attack. It yeah. was hundred yeah. percent. It you know. wasn't a we're Honestly. just here to remind you you're not untouchable. Yeah. It, that, it, that, it, that's exactly more or less what, what it was. It was. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a strategic 
you know, quote unquote event, but it was to help demoralize the country to humble them yeah to make them recognize oh shit look what we're we basically tell them that we're not we're not cowering out of this we're going to do something about it yeah we're going to fight our way through yeah. this i mean the same way we we still do this fucking day um you know and, and against afghan and and shit like that it's to remind them that they are not untouchable um that shit can go fucking sideways at any given fucking moment and they better think about each and every single action they do because going forward we're breathing down their fucking necks yeah and the one thing and this is well 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 after the fact was that after the Doolittle raid that they made a vow that they would get together on the anniversary of the raid until the last person died that was involved with it. Really? And yeah. the that last person beautiful. died in on April 9th, 2019. Can you think about that every fucking goddamn year? Yeah. Just seeing less and less people. Yeah. yeah. You know, as they fall away to whatever took them. And just every fucking year until you are the last man standing. That's fucked. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just the, the fact that rocks you. Yeah, your core. Lieutenant Colonel Richard Cole died at the age of 103 God on man. April wow. 9th. Bless him. 2019. Bless him. Long he life. Was the last, he was the last living member of the fucking Do Little Raid. I'm going to say that flat out, but that, that's a, that's, I'm glad that he had a long life. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> absolutely. And I know, I know Stu hates, uh, hates this actor for this fucking movie. <laughs> but uh you know the, 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 rant. the character that the actual service member that he did portray um he is accredited to sinking uh two carriers i know i will and, respect oh, no, no, you no, respect, no, no, you respect yeah. the real person but you don't respect the actor no 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 and that's why i'm going with it yeah. yeah you know the the actual the actual person um dick best he is credited to um sinking two japanese or sinking two japanese carriers but he's also credited for being going against regulations and going yes. against things but the, in a way they and the thing and with a lot of shit you see in the movie um over dramatized is very over dramatized you know and there's even uh there's even um what's my call it uh even other officers retired officers that are that would even state the fact of uh some of the things that he would do in the movie, like, wouldn't fucking happen in real life because yeah. he would get his wings pulled, you Fuck know? Yeah. Um, like, doing the, uh, when you see him fucking uh, doing that controlled um, stall and then pulling straight up out of it, out, mm-hmm. of the, out of the stern, you know? Like, if anyone ever did that, they would fucking get their wings pulled and yeah. their flight status revoked, you know? So, obviously... That is very Hollywoodized, but I will give him credit. Is they always had a bullshit reason? At, oh, I had electrical problems. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. You know, deniable <laughs> plausibility. And so I was like, okay, because yeah. uh, I, I personally have seen deniable plausibility. Yeah. I'm like, all oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that that's believable right there. And 
the mentality he was coming from, it, you know, prior to Pearl Harbor, is they everybody knew America was going to get involved. Yeah, you know, uh, publicly, we so, we all realistically knew, um, but of course nobody could predict that you know what happened. Yeah, and shit like that. So he was preparing for when shit went sideways, and I give him credit you know for what his character was doing it's just his interpretation yeah of, uh, of choice of acting i was like eh, i don't like it <laughs> i don't fucking like it <laughs> yeah the uh so we kind of got a little bit of a kind of got roped into it um in the into this world war Two, because so the japanese hit us and that's what brought us into this war and you know there is the theory that we we didn't know that pearl was going to happen no we did know and no we did know but nobody wanted to fucking listen but the other side of the coin is that eisenhower and the war chiefs at the time they knew pearl was going to happen and they knew that that was going to be the best possible reason for us to get involved yeah publicly i would really fucking hope that they wouldn't choose to sacrifice the people they chose to sacrifice in order to publicly gain goodwill to the war would be nice um but also know that we've done dirty shady oh, yeah, shit absolutely we have and in order to progress what we thought was the best interest yeah. of american you know ideals yeah. pearl harbor as fucked as it was it did unify the country oh it, <laughs> it just did. like any absolutely. disaster we have yeah yeah, yeah but so, there was also the um so we were obviously out of the war up until this point and japan struck so Japan was in a in a triad with Germany and Italy. Yes. So if the quote unquote axis of evil. Yes, that's what it was called. So it basically if any other fucking country attacked which is also one a of hell them. of a public relations fucking name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Really yeah, it is. The axis of evil. So are we the bad guys or yeah. I mean that's a hell of a fucking name. Yeah. So if anyone, any other country attacked them, that is war against that fucking country. Yeah. So Japan attacks us. We declare war on Japan. That means that we declare war on Germany and Italy. Yes. So this throws us into the war thanks to Japan. Who had the green light from Adolf. Pretty fucking much. Yeah. You know? Well, at least Italy wasn't that much of an issue. Oh, fuck. Nah. Italy. <laughs> they had pizza. Italy is... Mussolini is, is is Uncle Sam woke between, up from a ma- from yeah. a nap all grumpy and uh, Mussolini's like um yeah. you know what never mind yeah. <laughs> when it comes to you know Adolf of course and then uh, Emperor of Japan and shit like that Mussolini is always like the forgotten little brother <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes he did fucked up dirty shit and stuff like that but in the end we he said roll him no, real quick yeah. yeah. We were like, no, no, we we don't even consider you a real fucking, you know, battle. (laughs) So September 2nd, 1945, World War II ends. 
on all fucking fronts. Officially. With the official surrender of the Japan of the Japanese aboard the USS Missouri in Tokyo Bay, surrounded by I believe two hundred and fifty Allied ships. I would say that's some pretty good persuasion to make sure that treaty was signed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens if I so. don't initial here? Well, it's funny because we, we'll slap you a third time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. General MacArthur was um, he was assigned by uh, the president at the time. Fuck yeah. To accept his, the Japanese official surrender, and the Japanese had two separate parties uh, signed. One for the uh, military side of it, and then the other for the uh, political side mm-hmm. and shit. And they signed that on the deck of the USS Missouri. And just like you know, you guys said, it's like, you know, you have X amount of allied ships surrounding you in your own hometown. You might want to just yeah, just, go, yeah. just fucking go along with it, yeah. You know, take a page out of Mussolini's yeah. book. Yeah, after we <laughs> beat the fucking tar off of them, and we told them basically, we don't care anymore. Yeah. We will, we will glass your entire fucking country if Again. we have to. They came to the realization. Okay, yeah, the juice is not worth the squeeze. No, it's not, not against here. Um, you know, there, time I, I, and there was a bunch of it, fucking, bunch of fucking battles. Point. Yeah. It is, and you no, know. it's not. Considering the fact that, like, they had, a, I mean, there was multiple battles and skirmishes well after Midway. There was, yeah. you know, yeah. and they did not fare well. No, but it, it it took us dropping the big bombs. Yeah, you know, on the, ba- the civilian populace. But the battle of Midway, though, the battle of Midway was. A major turning point. Yes. It, it really was. It's and what changed the war. Yeah, yes, if, it was. If we had failed to at the Battle of Midway, absolutely what they said, you know, Midway would have led to Hawaii, would have led to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. That absolutely would have fucking happened. Yeah. Um, and it would have been a much, much, much different fucking war. But it, it worked out for our favor. The we were the victors in this situation. Um, the Japanese they they surrendered uh based on the brutality we were we proved we were willing to lay upon them even though we we didn't go which is weird to me that we didn't go into berlin with the same brutality yeah um yeah and i'm wondering if that's a kind of fucked up racist type mentality that we had we do it to the japanese civilian populace <laughs> but we wouldn't do it to the german civilian populace yeah well you would kind of think like you'd drop one in japan and then drop one okay in, you know we, we did Europe. not yeah we did not have german internment camps i would say here in america a, yeah possibly um, also a grudge possibly but you're also, the ones that woke us up. Yeah, but we didn't. We we didn't do it once. We did it fucking twice to their fucking ass. Well, they didn't get the message. We had multiple yeah. <laughs> years of Japanese internment camps in our own fucking country. Yeah, yeah. We no, did was, not have German internment camps. You know, against the people that we were worried would turn around and give you know state secrets to yeah. Germany looking back at it with the 200 yard lens that we're able to do with you know as the victors um 
it is kind of racist. It really <laughs> fucking is that we would yeah. do that to the Asians, but not to the Europeans. Yeah. Um, or well, Italian fucking camps, we didn't have that. Yeah. We we didn't. And unfortunately, I think you you're probably right. Well, they it, started it. We finished it. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not taking that. You know, away and shit like that. We we they they definitely punched us in the fucking mouth, and we were not happy about yeah. it. Yeah. So I think uh, I think we've covered enough. Um. So let's do the reviews. Start with Stu. Yeah. Okay. Stewart. Okay. Stu. Um, enjoy. What you think, man? I'm gonna go ahead and give this a strong four, almost a four and a half. For enjoyment. what? For enjoyment. Enjoyment. Okay. Yeah. Um, it told the story it was trying to tell. Yes, there could have been things I would have cut in order for the sake of the story that it was trying to tell, such as the, the little raid. Yeah. Not that it was bad in any way, shape, or form. Just was it needed i i i I came away really in digging the choices that roland emmerich made for direction of the film critically though i'm gonna have to give it lower a lot because of the quote-unquote main actor i i really i know you you were saying in the beginning of the episode that you were going to give it to that all hung up on screen so wait what was your what was your critical uh four almost four and a half for enjoyment critical i'm gonna have to give it a three and a half at not, most, that's still not at that most, bad. That's still not that bad. And that, that, that's like, I'm being as generous as I can because as much as I enjoyed this film, um, it's like that. But uh, I don't think Screen did a fucking great job at all. A lot of the other actors did really, really fucking good. Uh, but Screen kind of fucking took it away from me. Screen's lines and writing as a whole were were weak, in my opinion. The, the, the lighting and the effects were beautiful. They were. I really, really dug Emmerich's choice of oversaturation um, when it comes to the Hawaii you know, aspects of it. And that I think that did a really good job to show the brutality that came with the bombing of Pearl um, based on something that, so, that looked so unearthly beautiful with it based on his saturation of colors on hawaii um i thought that was a really really good choice but then there was other parts that i'm like okay this kind of drags or this doesn't feel like it's propelling the story as a whole so i'm saying a three and a half at most for critically how about you chase i'm gonna give it uh, a solid four and a half pints for uh for enjoyment mm. i thoroughly enjoyed the movie um it it kept you captivated. It told the story. Um, you learned about the characters. You developed a, a, a bond with the characters. And, you know, you felt for them. Um, I can't say that Screen's performance really put me off on it. However, critically, I'm going to give it probably a... a, a I thought you were about to say a one. A, so week, did I. a week three and a half. <laughs> I'm going to give it a week three and a half. Uh, three and a half yeah. pints for it um, because while uh, again I thoroughly enjoy the movie and I can't necessarily say that Screen's performance took me away from it um, a lot of the cutscenes between you know coming back from a, uh, a, a sortie and suddenly he's back home without any you know fade it was just a weird cut um, 
some of the technical aspects, it just didn't make sense. It felt like the submarine scene was kind of just jutted in so there. Yours was Doolittle. Yours was a submarine. Um, Doolittle, honestly, could have been done without. Um, oh, okay. I would, again, I, I think that, that, that the scene showing them on the carrier, because they were part of it, absolutely worthwhile. Yeah. But putting you know putting the the small scene of them actually going out on that sortie for that mission with the the b24 liberate liberators it just i don't think it was necessary we could have learned more about it with a small interjection at the end right. um so yeah critically three and a half pints um but enjoyability a strong a, a strong solid three uh four and a half pints i i thoroughly enjoyed it Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, mine's I think mine's is different from both yours altogether. Um, I'm gonna go with a four for enjoyment. I thought this was a very fun, a very good historical accurate. I, I there like I said, there's some inaccuracies here and there because it's Hollywood Hollywood Hollywoodized, but most of the time it's accurate. I love the the history lesson at the end and telling on exactly all the characters and what happened to them and everything else. I thought that it was a very well done with the the special effects. Yes. I'll get into my critical about the acting, but um, it was a good war movie. Uh, it, it, I wouldn't put it into the top war movies of all time, but it is a very. It's probably one of the best naval ones I've seen so far, because uh, most of the ones that I've seen are more soldiers on ground, you know, ground wars and stuff like that. But uh, this was a very entertaining. Just seeing, I mean, seeing these fucking planes, the Scott, I mean, the the battle and everything, battle over Midway, the. Everything about it was it was good. It was it was entertaining. And the thing is, I saw this the first time in the theater. I saw this in the theater, and I wasn't a fan of it as much. I thought it was like, eh, I was kind of bored here and there when it came out. But when I saw it a second time, my my opinion changed a lot. I actually said to myself, this movie's a lot better than I thought it was than I when I first saw it. I actually enjoyed it a lot more. I thought the characters did a very good job. It is going to be a four for critical, 3.75. It is yeah that, that uh, it's 3.86953 Jeez, man hey chase did the same no, thing i've done 3.75 before yeah it's a 3.75 because yes i agree with Stu. the fucking casting of best was horrible i think that they could have casted somebody else but he did do him a little bit of justice i liked luke evans i thought uh dennis quaid was great i thought patrick wilson woody harrelson all the other actors did great. Uh, the Jonas, the Jonas brother did great. I mean, all of them did great for what they did. I thought that the uh, the critically the the special effects were amazing, but you can very much tell that this was all filmed on green screen, blue screen background, and that's the only thing that does it because you know that's a lot of people have a lot of issues with the Star Wars prequels because that's but the all fact blue of screen. Emmerich's choice of yeah. oversaturation, yes. of colors, and I that did help. Really yeah. well. And I fucking love the score. I actually really I, I didn't do a piece on the score because I didn't really know about the composers that much, but I actually bought i mean i bought the score as soon as i watched this movie because i was like I, I like that scene when the fucking uh dive bombing was amazing and you hear that score going on and you just see him going down getting shot up planes going all over the place and uh delivering that bomb to that fucking ship was great i thought it was a very beautifully made scene i thought a lot of the other special effects with the planes they looked great i mean the pearl harbor scene i i still think a lot of the scenes in the pearl harbor movie uh, with Ben Affleck and everything else, which is a horrible movie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a horrible fucking movie, but the bombing sequence I enjoyed more. This one, 
I felt like it was a little rushed. It was a little too fast, in my opinion. That's how I see it. But it, it was still good special effects and still looked good. So that's why I got to get this a 3.75 for a critical. But, I mean, altogether, I think it's a great war movie. It's a highly recommendation. I would recommend this to people. And I, I didn't think I would because when Ragnar picked this movie, I thought to myself, oh, man, I saw that and it wasn't all that good. But got to respect, got to watch this movie. But then watching it a second time, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a whole lot better. So it was a, a much better movie than I remember. Told you. I know. You you, you got me on that one. So, Ragnar, <laughs> I'm going to leave it up for you and your closing thoughts, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. So, um I'm really curious about to hear yours, actually. Yeah. So, enjoyment, it's a four and a half. Um, you know, I I fully enjoy this movie from start to finish. There are probably, um, you know, maybe eh, a couple slow spots or not really slow spots, but uh, cut scenes that, you know, they're out to sea and then they're back in port real quick. Yeah. So, you know, it that part there is what it is. Um, actually, can I interrupt? Yeah. When I saw this, I saw this with my dad, and my dad actually made a statement to me. Says this would be better as a miniseries than a movie. I he said the movie was that, very. Yeah. They said that this movie was very rushed. They put too much into a little movie to a two-hour-long movie. I could. And this that. would be much better as a miniseries. I just wanted to say yeah, that. That, I that would probably be good. Yeah, probably. Be I could good have as a miniseries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like even the do little raid as yeah. own. Yeah, episode. as its own section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like like it would have six-part movie better. or something. Like, or six-part yeah. miniseries. Yeah. I think that would. Yeah, have I think that would work out pretty well. Yeah, I remember my brother type situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember my dad telling me that when we were watching when we were walking out of the theater and we were both discussing it he basically said that it, it just felt like too much too much for this little of a movie everything was rushed and very quick so in a miniseries they can actually extend the characters yeah. and really talk yeah. about all of them and you know the battle scenes and everything else so except like my totally apology for oh no you're fine i just i thought except I'd bring for that <laughs> yeah, you just put Tom Hanks in that role. <laughs> oh God, I would have uh, dug it more than fucking Ed Screen. <laughs> I guarantee it. Sorry, Brian. Go ahead. They, uh, you know, it, it's it's really is a fucking enjoyable movie. It really is. Yeah. Um I think it's beautifully shot with uh, the you know, like Stu said, the oversaturation of everything in in some of the scenes. The um, the way that you know they you you see the camaraderie and yet the battle between. Um, McCluskey and Best, you know, and that's because really, like, you know, it's not even really a superior officer or higher ranking officer or whatever like that. It's like they want the best from each other, and they're gonna fucking push each other to get that out of them, you know. And McCluskey even told Best, "I was like, I liked you when you better when you were fucking cocky, and that he he was better when he was cocky." I will say screens, screens portrayal of when the oxygen got fucked up. Yeah. And him dealing with the shit and rolling with it. And he's like, nope, come back. Let's fucking refuel. Let's refuel yeah. and shit like that. That more, I don't know what the word is, but minute acting that he was showing that and at wants. that point was his best fucking acting in, yeah. in all the fucking film of just all right, I'm fucked up, but no, we have a, still have a job to do. Let's fucking do what we got to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so like that, that right there was his best fucking acting in the entire fucking film. Yes, I still think he did it justice to I it. Think he, I think just, he did yeah, a good that, job. It just that, wasn't that, that bit right there was 
the best for me as far as representing Dick Best. Yeah. Um, as far as being a believable character, um, and shit like that, and the uh, the, the 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 muted actions that he was doing, being fucked up, but it was still believable. And I don't know if that comes from knowing, you know, people in those yeah. situations or 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 what but that just seems so goddamn real to me and versus the rest of the fucking film which just seemed like fucking horseshit yeah um but the way he actually did that and i don't like that i don't want to shit all over his acting because because what he did his muted performances that he did right there was so goddamn real yeah and i i give him respect for that yeah so uh shit so yeah and enjoyment so critical um <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> I derailed you again fuck you did uh so critical what is your critical i'll give it about four and a quarter oh wow four and a quarter four and a half all right so this was for this type of movie it was one of the most historical accurate films that i've done research on and that I have seen in a very long fucking time. Yeah. You know, and aside from, like, you know, seeing movies and shit to where, like, you know, I've been in that area before, so I know what it's like. And I've seen, you know, I've seen similar shit like that. Seen similar buildings, blah, blah, blah. You know, so, yeah, I get it. This, I've never been in a fucking World War II scenario. <laughs> I don't think any of us ever have. And... So well, it, I'm older it, than I look, so I fucking knew it. <laughs> Can't fucking drink like it. No shit. <laughs> the uh you know, so the the portrayal of it, and I loved how the Navy got involved with it to yeah. make this the um as historically accurate as possible for it. You know. And the one of the main reasons that I chose this fucking film was is that the Pacific Fleet during World War II is very unknown, and especially the Battle of Midway is very unknown. And there's also, you know, you have the Battle of Coral Sea and Battle of Wake Island. Yeah. And um, uh, other battles in... Guadalcanal. Guadalcanal. Yep. You know, um, but... Like, the one thing that I love about this is that the Japanese surrendered on the the USS Missouri. I was stationed in Hawaii on my first duty station and my second duty station. And I re- my first reenlistment was on the USS Missouri, um, right where the, uh, um, the Japanese surrendered on there and so like that there that there holds a that there holds a very special place in my heart (laughs) for it and the movie holds a a special place in my heart as well um because of everything that these men had to endure and had to go through yeah so i want to thank you guys very much for listening to uh me rant and everybody else uh rant Especially Stu. Especially Stu. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, And I want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart that that had family members and relatives. And you know somebody 
during this time frame, uh, you guys made a huge fucking difference in our world and our way of life. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hey guys, this is Ron. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barrel Age Flicks. We are excited to kick off the new year with upcoming episodes of BAF, The Small Batch, Sammy Selects, and The Tasting Room. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, this helps out enormously. Give us a follow on Instagram at Barrel Age Flicks Podcast. If you would like to send us a special film request, please contact us via Instagram and we will give you a personal shout out on the show. Our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Audible, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Castbox, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. Special thanks to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio on YouTube for his awesome music. This guy fucking rocks. Check him out. Our podcast only exists because of listeners like you. To find other great shows, head over to theden.show. Hope you join us for our next episode. Later, guys. Hey, everybody. Y'all should check out the podcast of the month at theden.show. The show is called Organic Spaceship, a great podcast where Josh, the host, sits down with people to drink whiskey and talk about their lives. True stories, just average guys that love to talk. And drinking whiskey, that's the best thing in the world. Seriously, guys, check them out.